And we're back. Salt of the Street Podcast. This will be the official episode two, right? So, episode number two. Yep, this is a Sunday, February yeah. 25th, right? So this will be covering the week between whatever the last day was and yeah, today. Yeah, a week ago. <laughs> yes, yeah. So I think first off, just real quick, because I, I think the way in, in which we're going to release these, um, since they are going to be in, in order, more or less, you, know, you want to start at episode one. And you're going to hear some audio things. You're going to hear some, you know, some different uh, quality things change over these first few episodes. I'm really interested to hear what everybody thinks about the the progress, just as we kind of figure this out and just keep going. Yes, I'm really excited about that. So if you're if you're listening and wondering what's going on, that's, that's exactly what's going on. And uh, you're an OG yeah. listener. Right, since last week, yeah, for yeah, literally, <laughs> this will be the only OG listener stuff. We're still learning, but it's we're gonna, getting there, but it's gonna be great, yeah. So, anyways, um, uh, yeah, right. it's been about a week, man. What's up? All How right. you been? I'm good, man. I'm good. This weekend was uh, was my wife's birthday, right? that's right. Um, and so we went to Lake Cushman, her, oh, nice. yeah, we were, <clears throat> excuse me, her uncle. Sorry, we were going to go camping. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it snowed. Yeah, it's colder <laughs> colder than fuck out here. Absolutely. Um, yeah, and so it started to snow. And so, and I had told Jordan for probably, because I think we decided on like Tuesday that we weren't going to go camping. And for yeah. probably like 10 days before that, I had told her like, it's going to be really fucking cold when we go there. Super right. cold, man. Like Super cold. It gets which, cold enough. <laughs> right. Which is cool because because I grew up camping as a kid. So yeah. I am yeah, certainly... I guess get used to that out here. I'm used to it. You know, I have been on plenty of camping trips where it pisses rain for three days and you can't do shit. You no. know? <laughs> um, so I told her, like, I'm fine with that. Like, But you should be prepared, having not grown up camping, that it might be super terrible. Yes. Um, so her dude, I do that with my wife all the time too. Yeah. Oh my God, Mark, I'm so sorry. Cat fight. Yes, <laughs> um, literally cat fight. Um, send the dog in there to regulate. Uh, so her uncle owns like a cabin, a house up by Lake Cushman. Okay. Right. That we went to for our anniversary also. Very nice. Um, and so oh, happy anniversary. Yeah. That well, no, we went like that's where we went for our anniversary, like that's in June right. or whatever. June. Um, and Got so it. I'll remember yes. that. Yeah, <laughs> and so we went there and hung out with like her mom and her stepdad and uh, her some of her family friends and shit and that's cool. Um, yeah, so we did that. The ignition to my Land Rover broke while we were there, and that's terrible, super terrible. Um, Ignitions suck, man. When they go yeah, out. we stopped at her parents' house. On, like her parents went out Friday night, and we stopped. We went out Saturday. And we stopped at their house on the way there to get something. Yeah. And we got the Land Rover from her, from Jordan's dad. And his ex-girlfriend had fucked the ignition up already. And so you had to, like, be kind of, you know, you had to, like, take the key out a little bit and then turn it and, like, turn the steering wheel at the same time. And so I went to start it and it just spun all the way around. (laughs) And I was like... Sick. I've never like heard that, that before. Like what the fuck? And so the key, <laughs> it, the key is just continuously spinning in the ignition. Oh, that's and terrible. I'm sorry, I'm laughing. That's no, no. <laughs> I can just so, picture no, that. No, so I, oh. so I looked at Jordan and I was like, I have no idea. Like I've, I, I know nothing about cars as it is. Like, but I certainly don't know what the fuck to do about this. 
So I just was like, all right, all right. And I just tried it one more time and it turned on. And I was like, what? Okay, so we'll go. It's like, we'll yeah, just go just, and we'll, yep, we'll fucking handle it. Like when we get there, we'll just deal with it. Then, oh, that's right? lucky. So we got two Cushman, drove like the hour and a half, hour 15, whatever. And oh, we good got thing there, you didn't need to get gas. No, I got gas before we went to her parents' house and filled up. So we stopped for Smart beer. Man. We stopped for beer, but I was like, you stay in the car. I'm going to go run in and get some beer, and then we'll be good to go. Good. And so I did that, and yeah, so I didn't... I definitely need a beer after that. So I didn't turn the car off. I drank a lot of beers last night, and I drank a lot. Um, yeah. <laughs> and so then when we got there, I couldn't get the keys out of the ignition. Mm. Like, And yeah. then when I did, the car wouldn't turn off all the way. Like, the radio was still on, and like a lot oh, of the shit no. on the dash was still on. And so... So I disconnected the battery, and I was like, yeah. there's nothing I can do about it right now anyway. So I'll just yeah. fuck with it tomorrow morning, like Sunday morning when That's we're going to go home. Disconnect so, the battery. Yeah, so, right, because I did not want to be stranded. And and I was really cool and parked behind everybody else, too. Um, so, <laughs> so we loaded our shit up hella early, and I was like, all right, I'm going to go fuck with the car and just, if I can get it started, then we're just going home. Like, yeah. We're just going to leave, and then I'll I'll handle it. When, wow. when we get back into town and I got in the car and I fucked with it for like two seconds and it turned on and I was like we're, we're fucking leaving like we're free. get all your shit together get the fucking dog in the car we are leaving <laughs> and so then we drove home and I got here and it turned off and the keys came out no problem and oh. I was like okay so like I'll try and drive it to work tomorrow <laughs> and whatever fucking let's, happens Let's bump happens, that right? to the top priority yeah. list of things to get looked at. Yeah, certainly. That is insane. Whatever fucking happens, happens. So <laughs> I will probably have to buy a new ignition and put that in there. Yep. Um, which, you know, I'm down to learn more shit, so I'll YouTube some stuff. Oh, it's a Land Rover, which is super gay because sometimes yeah. um, the stuff is just... I can only imagine. Super expensive, probably. Yeah, sometimes it's super expensive. Sometimes it's really difficult. Like, there was this piece that goes next to... It's a coolant overflow indicator, right? Okay. So it goes next to like the coolant overflow tank, and it just tells you when you put the cap on there if you put too much coolant in there, well, that's which cool. you can see with your eyes yeah, when you're but, filling it up. Yeah. So I can see how that would be kind of cool. So huh? it's like a hundred and fifty dollar part when it goes out. Oh. Uh, so <laughs> as opposed to buying a new one, right? Jordan's dad just just snipped it yeah. off at the hose so which is cool like which is fine but yeah. now you can't fill the coolant all the way up because if you do it will get hot and boil and then spit out the hose oh, and no. get on the shit in the in the engine and so then when you stop it looks like your car is smoking but it's really just like steam evaporated coolant oh uh, boy so there was like three times when I drove my car I'm like why the fuck is it smoking like what the fuck is happening Dude. And I got super pissed and I'm like well I gotta stop driving until I figure out what's going on and then I put it all together one day and like oh it only happens after i fill up the fucking coolant that's so and funny it's only the next time afterwards dude and, that's know. super terrible but hilarious so i'm just gonna close yeah. that up with so like long story short good camping trip huh yeah it was cool <laughs> we smoked that fucking big ass joint it was it was oh, called yeah, yeah, yeah. it was called a coma cone like well, that's I, what it was called i wonder why was, yeah 4.2 grams and then had oil on the outside and then keef on top of that like how and, many because like Correct me if I'm wrong, but like in Washington State, it's it's like you each serving, I guess, for lack of a better term, they call mm-hmm. it is ten milligrams. So how many that's servings? Only, that's only for edibles. Edibles. For edibles. They're ten milligrams. 
But um, for like flour stuff, it doesn't matter. No, because when you buy it, you know you could buy an ounce of weed. Like that's the true. Store. So I did a couple weeks ago. Right. So it's just at that point, it's however much you want to consume. Yeah, but that's right. The edibles here, they are separated into individual packages for 10 milligrams a piece because that's like what they you know if you've never consumed cannabis before that's what they like recommend you take it's like well like fucking take a bite of that and then if an hour goes by and you're feeling cool then like eat the other half of it you know yeah or like if you're a bigger guy then just eat the whole thing but definitely yeah i mean be careful if you're if you haven't like smoked before and been a regular consumer yeah somewhat like be careful with those edibles your first time well because i had that experience well they're a different thing right they they turn into 11 hydroxy metabolites because they're processed through the liver when you eat them yeah when you eat it so the the, what would be the thc gets turned into that other chemical and can be i don't know the exact number but like way more psychoactive than thc way way more fucked up yeah so it can be yeah you can eat I went to Hempfest this one time, and uh, I was like 16 probably, and I bought an edible on the way there from like some dudes that they had pulled their van on the side of the street and had like as you do just a table yeah, yeah. set up like for people to buy shit, and it was a rice krispie treat that was so fucking green it wasn't even white like Whoa. it was so <laughs> fucking green and it and was this is not St Patrick's Day no no and it was <laughs> it was huge too it was super like mad thick. And um and I shared it like bite for bite with this girlfriend that I had at the time and then we were walking through Hempfest and like the park they do at Hempfest out in Seattle is super long, like it's yeah, miles it's a long. Really sweet place. And we were walking through it and I was just fucking smiling and I was walking and my girlfriend was like just like like are, are you okay? And I was like, I'm <laughs> so fucking high right now, like I don't and that was the most fucked up I've ever been on like an edible besides wow. like I did uh, like Rick Simpson oil on my birthday. Like I bought a whole gram of Rick Simpson oil separated it into four different capsules and i only ended up taking three of them like because i took one which is that's a still a shit yeah. of fucking, like, <laughs> i think that's i think it's a thousand milligrams of thc in a a syringe of like one gram of Rick so, like, so I took on, this is on joey diaz uh, level. yeah no it was wild. joey coco diaz and i so i took like one pill in the morning and had some breakfast um and then i hung out with my mom and family for a little bit and then I went to the Cloverleaf and I took a second one and then I ordered some pizza and shit. And I only had two beers. I was there for a whole Hawks game. So like almost four hours. And I only wow. had two beers because I was fucked up. And That's then, a long time when you're fucked up too. And then after I had the pizza and shit, I took the third one. And I was finishing my beer and I waited like 30 minutes to go to the bathroom because I was so high. I was just like, I, I want to be in there by myself. Like, I don't want anybody else to be in there when I go in there, you know? And so then when I finally went in there, my heart is fucking pounding. And I was like, this is it, bro. Like, this is as high as you can get. It's like, it, it's as high as I am right now. Like, this is it. And I, so I never took the fourth bill. <laughs> I was like, I'm going to be way too fucked up. Oh my yeah. gosh. I went home and then like went oh. to my in-laws house and stuff after that. And I was like. I'm gonna be way too high if I take this other one. Yeah. So I did it. But Good lord. I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that all the time. That type of high, being that high, was like a different deal. Like yeah. it was. It was that type of high. You're like, can you start to see where those? do I fit in in this world? Yeah. Like what's <laughs> what is my place? You know, as this individual molecule in this world of fucking whatever. It was. That's crazy. Yeah. No, it's not. It's not something you could do. Just on a day, different realm. Really. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was wild. I was walking around my step, my mother-in-law's house, just holding her kitten, dude, just carrying it. 
and like <laughs> she she was talking shit to me last night because I put her oh I, can't I put her I put her cat's head in my mouth as fucked up as that sounds right and okay so let me explain because <laughs> because I have my cat Mark right? yeah sickest cat ever Mark Halfman dope super awesome cat knows how to do all kinds of stuff plays fetch dog like yeah Mark plays fetch with cat me. dog and so when I got Mark that was the first pet I ever like owned proper to myself put his head in my mouth when he was a kitten and he's been the best cat ever right that's so, so weird my argument to, to jordan's mom was like you got to put this cat's head in your mouth like because <laughs> it will it will bond with you and be the best cat ever why is that i don't know i don't know and i don't do i, I obviously it's don't like have any some, research behind it some carnal cat, like you, know? you have the power of life and death over like me i right imprinted now. on mark me. right yeah so that's weird yeah. And so she wouldn't do it. And I was apparently just high enough that I was like, then I'll put yeah. your cat's head in my mouth. And so she, you know, tried to talk shit. And I was like, dude, say what you want, but your cat's mine now. Yeah. <laughs> like, every time I go to your house, what's your cat do? Comes and finds me. Hangs out with me. Like, that's so weird. You gotta do what you gotta do, you know? And I don't... What like if I that's said, the secret to, like, why all cats are assholes? Not Donovan's cat. <laughs> that's Mark, the secret. Marcus sus. Like, he does some wild shit. But he's not a, he's not a bad cat. He just does crazy things that is so insane but that's a good one yeah you know man so i was gonna say i had the most interesting thing happen to me the other day wow i don't know if i really want to say like where it kind of went down or any of the people involved but you only have to i used yeah, woman we'll one say, and two last week so yeah. you only have to Another situation, another little story, if you will. But it just—it was something that kind of struck me because it came out of nowhere. So this guy I know, um, we were. There's ice in my beer. There's ice in your beer. That's terrible. Really, really cold. It's really cold. So, so me and yeah, me and this guy the other day, we we ended up talking about. uh, I forget exactly how it came up, but I think it was some kind of conspiracy type stuff. You know, kind of a debunking, you know, just insane conspiracy things. You I think and I've talked about, about the, this guy before. No, this is a different guy. Okay. Um, but the conspiracy things were from that other guy. From that guy. But, um, man, what was I going to say? Oh yeah, but anyways, we started talking about that, and then that kind of brought up like uh, this the crazy theories going on now about the Parkland shooting. And then I was just like, okay, aside from that, because I didn't want to talk about that because it's just... Because it's fucked. Oh, man. And and all the new things that have come out like last week, just disgusting. But uh, it just got us on the topic of talking guns. Yeah. And I had mentioned that I was talking to you last week about guns and I kind of found myself at a place... At the end of that conversation, I found myself at a place I'd never been before, talking about the Second Amendment and like change you know how i think and then after um uh, and then with the a li- you know a little bit off topic but related a little bit uh the town hall that marco cnn rubio. hosted with marco rubio and the things that he said and how he handled himself and just kind of what that whole thing was you know because it kind of misrepresented an actual town hall when it was just a event put on by just CNN, a CNN event, yeah. which to me is going, you know, that's just, a, it's a trap. It's a bait, you know, come out and take this. And, 
But anyways, aside from that, we started talking guns. So it's to make people feel like they can say, I, well, I went to a, I went to a town hall. Yeah. And I watched a town hall. I watched it. But, but no, that's not. not a real town hall, people. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. A real town hall involves you probably going to a, like your local high school auditorium <laughs> and listening to your representative, which you all need to be doing. Mad old people there. Very, very disappointed in my district turnout whenever we go but anyways that aside from wild. that yeah. let me step off my Sorry. soapbox for a minute <laughs> but uh anyways this guy he told me this story he has uh he's a uh ex-army guy you know he's a big big believer in the second amendment and a big believer in you know he loves guns and all that stuff he doesn't do any hunting you know he has them for self-defense and he has it for just to go out and, and shoot it you know and have fun yeah but he has a uh what some would classify as an assault rifle to SKS. Mm-hmm. And uh, he ended up doing something that I saw a guy on YouTube do a while back, and he destroyed his own weapon. Like after this after this most recent shooting, he yeah, destroyed his weapon? Because and I, I saw a couple yeah, of those and it was, it had to, it was like a deal that uh, I think he had with his father-in-law or something like that. said, hey, you know, I'm, you know, I think his father-in-law was interested in getting some of the parts off of it before he destroyed it. And so he said, "Well, if you destroy this thing um, and send me some parts, a couple parts, he's like, I'll pay you five hundred dollars for destroying your weapon." And he's like, "Okay, yeah." And he's like, "Well, I don't." He just felt like he didn't need it. He had this big long thing. He'd had this thing for years. It's one of his favorite guns, but you know. I guess just personal change and how he felt after this last school shooting, you know, mm-hmm. his wife's a teacher, all of his kids, you know, go to school and it's just, they had a, a couple of weeks ago, they actually had a, um, you know, had a couple lockdowns at a school in Bremerton where his wife works because they <clears throat> thought there might've been, um, you know, somebody with a, a knife or a weapon of some kind on the campus and it, it freaked him out. Yeah. And so I think he decided to, uh, but he decided to destroy his own gun because he doesn't, he wouldn't, wouldn't sell it to somebody privately because he, he'd worry that he couldn't, you know, be responsible for that gun anymore. He just, right. for that person, he wouldn't vouch for that person a hundred percent. So he destroyed it. And I just thought that was really interesting. You know, it's not something I most people don't ever think about because most people just instantly go to you know like okay well if you ban all these say ar-15s or whatever all the hundreds of thousands of people that already have them you know now they're just going to be illegal like what's going to happen is there some kind of grandfather program and then it's like well you know what if you know just the people that believe in this you know, this is an example, I think, of people putting their money where their mouth is. Mm-hmm. If they really, truly believe in this stuff and they're somebody that owns one of these weapons, what are they going to do with them? And he destroyed it. Yeah. So, you know, props on him, man. Well, and there's like a, like I believe in Australia, and I think they've had them a couple in America too. Like they do like a buyback. You know, like yeah, in Australia, when they ban the weapons, they're like, they, well, we'll yeah, buy it back from you. Like, like, come bring them to us and we'll give you cash for whatever you know guns you bring us yeah like so i think that that would be like i don't ever see guns being not allowed in america i think that's crazy you know but if there's some like if there were some type of ban on any type of weapon i think that if they didn't because i there certainly would be a debate on whether or not they let people keep them and if they didn't let Mm -hmm. people keep them and they would be like but we'll give you you know 
Yeah. The government probably would give them whatever they paid for them. Just because they would be, people would be so upset about it, you know? They would be like, we'll give you yeah. the same, if not more, than what you paid for it as long as it's in good condition. Which most people's guns are in good condition or else they won't fucking work. Yeah. So Yeah, but I mean, with that though, I'm just going, there's going to be so many people that are just like, well... You can't tell me how much my life is worth because this this gun is my life. It's like yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know, man. It's a it's a difficult difficult thing to think about, but well, it's something we all got to be thinking about because. And I was something um, has to happen. Obviously, <clears throat> the tensions. Like I don't care if you're a you know pro gun, anti gun, whatever. The way the 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 social temperature is right now. Shit's about to pop off real quick, man. Yeah. Like all this tension is not good, and it's getting worse and worse and worse, which is going to make things like school shootings get worse and worse and worse. Right. Until we figure something out. So we got to talk about this stuff. It's so weird. Well, and I was um, <clears throat> extraordinarily comfortable with where we ended on our conversation last week. Yeah. Last week, you know that I feel like that is after talking about it and hearing so many people talk about it, I feel like that's like the most reasonable point that we've come to, you know, yeah. that I've heard anybody come to that like it's too it's too emotional right now and too gray for mm-hmm. anybody to make like a legislative decision in Congress or anything or like even really in a state, you know, because it, it upsets people on both sides too much, you know, and there's not enough it's too much about feeling because there isn't enough definition, you know, and until there's more yeah. definition by like the Supreme Court that defines the Second Amendment a little bit better, you know, there's no winning that argument yeah. on the ground, you no. know, because because there's no yeah, there's no common lowest common denominator. No, it's so hard to find. And then it got me thinking about something, um, you know, why uh, one reason I think why it's so hard to have this talk to for one we don't have that all we don't all have the same basis of fact right like we're talking about like with the definitions and all that but then there's definitely two major parts about this whole issue there's we need to figure out what we feel like we want our laws to be because like it or not we are the united states of america we're you know we're a democracy and republic you know, run by the people, for the people. So it, laws always start with a demand from the people. Right. They should, you know, they don't always in this case. But so we need to figure out what laws we want there to be. We don't need, we understand the law, obviously, as it's written right now, just in the Constitution. It's vague enough that we have, we have to have this conversation. So I don't care what you think of it. We are having this conversation, which makes it something to talk about. And I think that in in that respect and in the in the judicial respect, right? Mm-hmm. When the state Congress of Florida, right, earlier this week, when they declined to debate the bill on assault on the assault rifle ban, like, yeah. right? I think that they fucked up in a major way, not by not by not passing the bill, right? Because I don't think that, like Marco Rubio said. That's not a good bill. If it's if it's, yeah. it's so ambiguous like that, you know, then then it's not a good bill, right? I think that they fucked up to the extent that they they had the opportunity to to be the first ones who did what we were talking about. They could right? have been to, the first ones to put the first step forward. Yes, to yeah. put the step forward to if you're not going to debate it, right? 
pass a law in the Congress so the people can fight about it so that it can be appealed somewhere, right? Not not truly for the purpose of passing the bill, mm-hmm. for the purpose of getting it up there so the decision can be made, right? Because yeah. I'm not saying that the bill should have been passed and put into law and everything, right? I'm saying that yeah. it should have been passed to the point that somebody can appeal it before it's put in place yeah. so that that process can get started, so that it can get up to the top, so that and that decision that, can be made. And see that, know? okay, so this is so beautiful to me because that problem... Like that did not happen, yeah, necessarily the way it should happen. And it does. It's a, it happens everywhere. How many laws, local laws, especially, get passed that you have no idea, you don't feel like you have any say, say in or whatever. But the fact that that conversation isn't happening, like people aren't obviously demanding this whatever law they want, obviously, and so these things are getting voted down, right. I think it's a it's a prime example of it just kind of shows the lack of involvement, the real involvement. Like, yes, we all get the the news the stuff on our newsfeed and we all like to jump on social media and bitch about it and like to throw our opinions out on social media, but I mean, there's a right way to do these things. I mean, is anybody really pushing the ball forth by trying to get a hold of your you know, your local governments right. and you don't get involved and it's well, I don't like, think we are, because nowadays you can just jump on social media and throw your opinion out there, then you're involved. Yeah. It's like, that's not really involvement, man. It requires a little bit of work on your part. And I think that, and I think that, uh, like the kids were out there, right? And which I think is a great example. thing, right? Which I think is a great thing. Assuming but, that they're actually the ones right. running it themselves. But the, but the dark, not the dark side, but the bad side to that is that those kids can't vote. No, I like, can't. And I don't. I don't buy the argument that they should. You know, because you can't buy alcohol. There's all this, yeah, all this bullshit about when you are an adult and whatever, right? I think. Yeah. I think the voting age is fine at 18, right? I think that it's awesome that those kids are out and they're being active and they're doing shit. But I think that it's sad that it's them, yeah, you know, right? And not more other people who yeah. can vote and can put people in place and who can be there and are actually like legally constituents you know of those people and yeah. can be like hey what the fuck like my kid this just happened to my kid and i'm here telling you now the yeah. person who voted you in here to fucking do something yep right like it's like i said it's not it's gotta be it's the chill right yeah. it's great that those kids did that but it's shitty that they're the you know the only ones quote unquote that did that because there's lots of people out there supporting them but yeah. Obviously not enough to, to put some fire under those people's asses to be like, get some shit done. Yeah, obviously. Right? Yeah, that's, and it's really interesting. I, I haven't seen it yet, and I don't know if it's available, but um, I know they just had like that sit-down with uh, Trump <clears throat> Dog Millionaire. Trump Dog Millionaire. Yeah, I don't know if... Yeah. But I heard good things about it. I don't know. I think it was about the same time as that CNN... I think that it was. ...town hall or whatever, yeah. but I got to look into that, too, because that looks really interesting. Yeah. I like it when... Because I feel like, I mean, I don't know if we laid like our our Trump allegiances out there, where we, where we stand. <laughs> yeah. But it, you know, all I'll really say is that, and I'm pretty sure this goes without saying for you is, I don't care what you think of him personally or what have you. Whenever he does something as a president that I don't like or that I do like, I will try to either compliment him or I will try to call him out on some bullshit. Yes. And, Right off the bat, I'll tell you, I think 90% of what's 
his involvement in our lives is all bullshit. Right. And then there's about 10% of stuff that I think is awesome that are going on. But Well, and there's like two things that I could, before, because I do, I really, I think that we should talk about the the fucking Marco Rubio and the yes, tunnel. absolutely. Before I do we that. do that. The two things that I certainly do credit President DJ Trump with, right, mm-hmm. is... Like we talked about like two weeks ago, I think, when he made it easier for military decisions to be made, yeah. right? That to, from from what I've heard, right, from the people that I know, right? Who you have very direct. Right, who have yeah. very direct, very intimate contact with. Those people have told me from their service on the ground that it made their jobs easier. Yeah. That, and that, that is... they're in the desert, they're in those places, and then that it made their jobs easier, made their jobs better, made their jobs safer. So regardless yeah. of what anybody who has not served in the military thinks, that's what matters to me. Yes. So and for can, a very understandable reason. Yes. And there's certainly a dark side to that, you know, that like... It's a chance you take. Right. But it's, it's better to err yes. that direction. And that's what I think, right? Because yeah. what do you know? What do you know, yeah. honestly? If, that's, if you're not there... And you... If you're there, you know what you need right, right now. And all, you know what you need... For the situation. And the... No the, one else does. The counter argument to it, right, is that they are, quote unquote, less experienced, right? Geopolitically, what the fuck ever, in considering all of the possible implications and what their action might be, right, mm-hmm. that people in Congress might not be. Well, so, yeah, but that's a bad argument. Which I, I obviously don't feel that yeah. way, you know, but yeah, that's yeah. the... If that's to the your people, argument, The people who don't... Who don't agree with war at all, you yeah. know, and are are all kinds of Obama's ass for when people quote him, they're like, "Well, Obama launched more fucking predator missiles than any other president ever." Oh yeah. Well, how long we've we been well, launching fucking predator missiles, drone dog? Strikes, like, man, not that long. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, so if you take the amount of time, the amount of presidents that have had predator missiles, yeah, and, you know, drone strikes in their capability, and considering he had an eight year presidency, yes, I think that know. that probably would accommodate for that number. Yeah, I think but so. It's, <laughs> it's people that don't agree with that and quote that number. They would be like, that's just going to be more innocent people that have been lost to drone strikes. You know, I'm like, oh. word. But those people, the vast majority of them, right? Because I'm sure that one or two crazy people that make it through the military, you know, mm-hmm. are they, they want to kill people. That's what they're for. They're yeah. crazy. They just want to kill people. That's the people who mutilate dead bodies and shit, it's right? It's no different than it any happens. other society anywhere. But the vast yeah. majority of people in the military don't want to go there simply to kill people. Like, no. that's not the intent, no. you know? The vast like, majority of people in the military, all they really want to do is to do home. their job, come home to their families, and take care of their families. Yeah, That's the... That is the ninety nine point nine percent of everybody in the military. Yeah, you so. know that, and then there's a lot of patriotism tied to that too. Right. Just it's just blind patriotism towards protecting everyone else. Yeah. in the country, but yeah, yeah. So I got I nothing but good things to say about people like that. So I don't buy into, I don't buy into that. Obviously, yeah. Um, and then the second thing that I would credit, I would credit DJ Trump with, right, mm-hmm. is that I'm bringing home more money. Tax plan, like, baby. Like it's not a fucking incredible amount of money, yeah. but I'm bringing home more money. Yep. Like that's a that's a real thing. I have I noticed a bump in my paycheck that I'm bringing home more you money. Noticed. You know, noticed noticed it was noticeable. Like it was because I worked that's less insane worked me. less overtime one week and had more money than I did the week before when I worked Boom. more overtime and I was oh, like yeah. whoa 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 yeah man what's that about right because I worked two hours less overtime but I got a few more dollars than I did last week. What the fuck is that? Yeah, exactly. I'm making more money, which is cool. That's fucking, regardless, right? If I don't think about, 
Because if you want to talk about the tax bill, all the billions and trillions of dollars that are going to be added to the deficit, right? But right now, I'm making more money. Yeah. Like I'm bringing home more money. And I, and I would personally argue that that fact is what makes that temporary deficit okay. Because yeah. I think I'm of the mindset that that is investing in the people. The economy is investing in you to do something with your money. And because that's working in my favor, right? Because at least up until the point that I'm getting more money, this system is working. I am going to do what this system and this government is asking me to do. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to spend that money, right? Okay. I'm going to save money because I'm trying, to, I'm trying to start a family. Jordan and I are actively trying for a baby. But No we way. actively trying I'll, for a baby. Congratulations. So there you go. That is insane um, to me. <laughs> that is so cool. Yeah, we are actively trying for a kid. So I'm obviously trying to save money, yeah, right? Absolutely. 100%. But at the same time... I know that if I want this system to take care of me, if I want it to do what I need it to do, what they intend for it to do, I got to do that. I got to spend my money. I got to put it back in the system. That's I got to right. do that shit, right? Exactly. So that's what I'm doing. I'm buying shit. I'm like, I feel the same way about this that I did about like uh, Obamacare, right? Okay. The thing that infuriated me about Obamacare yes. is that regardless of how you felt about it, so many people didn't try, right? So many people were like, fuck oh. that. I'm not, I'm not going to the exchange. I'm not doing any of that. I'm taking the fucking hit on my taxes. I'm not buying insurance, right? There okay. was huge swaths of the nation that did that. Yes. Which, I know, on one I hand, know some that right, on one hand, I understand because yeah. you don't agree with it. The other hand, if you want the system to work, right, mm-hmm. you got to buy into the system. You have to do your part, right? And if, yeah. if half of the people aren't doing their part, the system isn't going to fucking work. Exactly. Right? It's the an all or nothing. deal with, in, in 10 years, if... Half of the people in America that are making more money don't spend that money. Mm-hmm. The deficit's going to be blown to shit, and it's going to be fucking horrible, right? Yeah. So if I don't want that to happen, if I want it to be good, I got to do my part. I got to buy into the system. You'll be like, "Thank you, DJ Trump. Spend my fucking money." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, to a point. Those but are yeah. totally different things. But I'm talking about I'm talking about the idea behind it, right? Yes. If you want the system to work. You got to buy into it. You got to, and I'm not talking about government as a whole. I'm talking about just like a, a system as a general term. If you want a system, if you want a program to work, you have to put the work into the program. 100%. And it's not going to run itself. And especially if it, yeah, like with the uh, perfect example, the the economy. If everybody held on to all their money, guess what? We'd be fucked. Nobody's making any money because taxes aren't going in. Blah, blah, blah. It's It's a circle. And that's why, you know, like the richest people in the world, why what makes them rich is their, you know, yes, they have a giant ridiculous bank account somewhere. But the idea is their net worth is in the billions because they have companies that employ hundreds of thousands of people that give them livings. And then, you know, and then the idea is you take that and the money you get there, what have you, a certain percentage of us start your own thing. And then you become one of those people that now generates income for your the people that you surround yourself with with your friends your community or whatever you start a local business you're hiring local people you know i got a great um you ever been down to the uh man i'm gonna blanket now the burger joint downtown uh the grub hut the grub hut yeah i've not been there but i've heard you talk about it oh man it's it's fantastic but it's a perfect example it's a little local business this guy started it's a it's a you know not saying this in a bad way at all, but just a, as a term. The, it's like a dirty spoon restaurant. It's an old yeah. school kind of comfortish type thing. You go in and it's, you know, open kitchen, 
you know, you got the cooks back there flipping burgers and, you know, chopping lettuce and doing all the prep. And, you know, there's a, they got a big, huge, uh, what is it? They're uh, milkshakes. And so, like, they'll, there's a girl over there usually just making all the different flavor milkshakes. They got, like, uh, you know, tons of different flavors. And yeah. the, all their burger specials are just totally insane and delicious. And it's just, but, you know, it's no Michelin star restaurant. Right. Anyways, but this guy, he employs, I'm, I'm pretty sure, just from going there, I mean, it looks like he employs, like, people from the local high school. From the area. There are always young kids back there in the kitchen working, and he's giving them training. He's probably getting them minimum wage, which, you know, it's fine. Cause Someone's got to make minimum wage, yeah. dog. I mean, they're still living at home, yeah. but they're getting life skills, like responsibility, showing up to work and all that stuff. And, like, that's what it's really about. So by taking that money and investing it smartly, not just going out and blindly blowing money. Right. That's the thing. You're investing the money that right. you know, you're keeping. I bought some nice shit. I bought some shorts. I bought some shoes, you know, but I also I also painted some walls in my house and I bought a fucking couch, you know, yeah. and I'm gonna I'm gonna fix my fucking car. And I you exactly. know, I'm gonna do some shit that matters with that money and like you said, not just spend it blindly on random well, whatever. That and like, like, what are we talking about here? We're talking we're talking on a really nice microphone. Mm-hmm. realistically for our, our entry level but like right we're slowly investing that in what will in become us. a new business soon yeah. enough and like that's prime example you know we're prime examples of what you're supposed to do boom look at us Role models. the money put it into yourself <laughs> Who model yourself thought, after us role model please please don't do <laughs> don't, that don't please don't do that public what do you call it public safety alert or whatever yeah <laughs> i've got a clean criminal record but maybe not yeah. a clean conscience <laughs> exactly <laughs> anyway that's all right so but the town hall town hall right. so that's what yeah we can get we more can, money just jump there more money easier you know yeah. i can there's donald trump is not yeah. a complete total bag of shit there's at least two things exactly. if nothing else at least two things that you can credit oh, him with yeah and that if ultimately is what i was trying to make the point <laughs> this is what it's going to be like uh, ultimately it brings me back to i'm pretty sure i gotta watch that that video if it's out there but trump meeting with those people oh, i heard the went, listening session yeah i heard it that's went what it was called really well i heard like some clips and he sounded similar to the uh state of the union it sounded measured yeah right it sounded better more scripted well i feel like when it comes good. to stuff like this because i know like i keep hearing that his um his sons are real big fans of guns and I don't necessarily know if he is because, you know, he's a New Yorker. Most New Yorkers aren't. But, you know, I feel like this was probably a good example of him actually being a genuine person. Maybe. I mean, like I said, from what I've heard, that's what it sounds like. I haven't seen this, but uh, that's what I'm hoping. I meant the sound of that. If I, like, were covered up the hole when I was gotcha. drawn on it. And gotcha. It sounded a little bit better. Gotcha. We're still, we're figuring out the consumption. Yeah, <laughs> the uh, the audio quality will slowly be improving yeah. over time. Slowly, slowly yeah. better. But I'm really interested, especially because, you know, especially I've been we've been keeping like such notes on everything. Yes. Like I'm gonna know that like the day I got like this piece of equipment or that piece mm-hmm. of equipment, yeah, and I'll be able to see the measured, you know, increase in quality. It's gonna be sweet. Yeah. Really excited about that. That and then my experience level of editing keeps going up little by little by little. Yeah. And it's so cool. It's going to be so awesome to have that recorded like forever. Just there. Right. Now it's there. The rise. Hopefully there's no fall. <laughs> One day. 
One day. We'll be nice and old, though. Yeah. We'll be fine. So we're going to be like Marco Rubio, old. Yeah. So yeah, he's a good looking guy. I so the things that I for a politician that I Marco Rubio, yeah. it's not terrible. I feel like he's, not, he's, he's you know decent young he's looking young, guy. Yeah, you know? young is a good. Yeah, that's that's prominent, right? Yeah, there. that's got to be important. Yeah, and then there's there's something too like a a finely like aged individual. Yes. too like that's aged gracefully, and he looks he looks wise, yeah. wise. That's the wisdom. That's. I think that's where that uh, the older figure usually comes in. Mm-hmm. We're looking for knowledge, but we're also looking for wisdom. We need that that yeah. that the, salt of the, the salt of the earth, yeah. the salt of the street. So, anyways, yeah. um, I have something about the federal law, right? The one that Trump put up um, mm-hmm. that will tie us into the the fucking okay. Yeah. Let's so jump into it. the the law that Trump put up, right, or that they're talking about passing. Um, this like the bump stock ban? Um, no, this one has to do with it incentivizes like the the military and like medical person areas around the country that feed information into the background check system. It mm-hmm. incentivizes them to do that, which is already a requirement, right? Like it yeah. incentivizes them to put in the required information into the system. Wow! So, so- it. <laughs> the way that he sold it wow. was like it's okay, going to yeah. revitalize the system, but it actually just in it like gives I don't know about bonuses in particular. Like I'll look about the the specifics yeah. of the bill. I wonder if it's a monetary but, thing. But it it's incentivizes those companies, those industries, those groups, you know, yeah. to input the information that's already required. Wow, that's like I think it was the guy in Las Vegas that they should that they said no 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 it was the guy that shot up the church okay. they said that that guy should not have been able to get a gun right it was that guy that well, like yeah, was now. in the military and the military like fucked up his record or something oh right? the, the it was the air force yeah i think yes. he was a uh, if i if i remember correctly it's been a while cuz yes. this is ago so in the news. Many, yeah it's hard know? to keep track of but um i'm pretty sure that one was uh, he had a record of domestic abuse i believe yes and that yes. didn't get sent up from the air force yes. and then the air force got burned on that real bad so this real bad so publicly. this like so this oh. like incentivizes them to put in that information but which how? which like on one hand is like fucking sick maybe now it'll actually get put in but yeah, on the other hand is nice. like do your fucking job like uh-huh. why do i need to give you more money to do your fucking job already exactly like yeah and if, if you're not doing it now why would i expect you to do it now that you're making more money to do it yeah you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I will, I'll have sense. to I'll have to look into the actual particulars of that bill to see if there are some type of like penalties if you don't fucking do your job. Like, if you continue to fuck off, you know, yeah, there needs to be some kind of legal liability. Yes, for sure. I mean, that's what I feel like in this particular case when you're talking interagency communication. Yeah. Like, so for the most part, especially in this case, it was the. You know the Air Force, and then looking at the Parkland thing now, you got the FBI, the local oh authorities. My God. That the failure to communicate any kind of information or or delay action or anything like that that caused this situation to happen. Yeah. Um, gun debate aside, this is a failure of bureaucracy on a massive, massive scale. Absolutely. And now you now now you just you think okay, well yeah, that's why we have the federal you know criminal background check and all this stuff like well obviously it doesn't work yeah not obviously every time you know and i think if you yeah if you're anything that might help on at this point yeah i mean yeah it would be nice incentives sure 
maybe that's because it could help boost the economy a little bit. Right. But realistically, just some form of uh, accountability, mm-hmm. you know, if especially when these things go down and you can trace it back to, okay, no, this is because of this particular situation. Right. You guys didn't talk to this person. You you failed to pass the information. Yeah. You guys this are responsible now that these people are dead. Right. And then hold people accountable. Otherwise, nothing will happen. If there's no penalty, what's going to happen? Right. So we'll see. I mean, I'm, I think with the Air Force, because I'm not talking bad about the Air Force at all. Just want to clarify that. But And I'm pretty sure they put out a, a big public statement and all that. I remember they oh, had I'm that, I sure. uh, uh, forget who who did it, but there was a big public speech they put out uh, from one of the, uh, the commanders of the Air Force. And mm-hmm. like they did a very good job. Save to save face and kind of do what was right do afterwards. You, you know, they kind of rededicated themselves to to doing, yeah. You know, the public good. Uh, I think when I was in the Coast Guard, we talked about uh, doing due diligence with the taxpayers' money. Every time you buy something, you're doing your due diligence to get the best deal you can because that's not your money. That's right. that's not government. <clears throat> you know, it's not free money. It's no, the that people's makes sense. Money. But. Um, yeah, something, it obviously, because of that situation and this situation especially, that needs to be fixed. Right. And any form, I think, of legislation to help that is okay with me at this point. And then once we, I mean, yeah, I would like to see it have more like harsh punishments, but incentives, sure, I'll take it at this point. Right. I just want to step in a direction. We'll see what happens. Something. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so now Rubio specifically in Town yeah. Hall. Do you... So neither of us have watched the whole thing, right? Like yeah. I've, I've watched certainly parts well, of it. It's hard to watch that kind the of NRA stuff. The NRA lady man. got I get got it. torn the fuck into. Yeah. Um, That's it. I mean, yeah, yeah, the people that went there, I can't imagine. You, you're walking into the lion's den. Yeah, the for a mauling. Well, and I think that Philip DeFranco, like I gave him the best credit. You know that like Absolutely. he showed up. Like yeah. he he fucking showed up. Like when he didn't have to, it wasn't yes. mandatory. It wasn't Marco actually a town hall. It was like, not a yeah. It's not an official town hall. This just, was a CNN event. Yeah. And C, and Marco Rubio is not up. stupid. No, you know. And this too. I mean, this is a political decision. Yeah. He knew he had to go down there because emotions were high. And if he didn't go down there, he could kiss his Senate seat goodbye. Yes. Gone. And he went down there, and he said it was like it was long. And he said yeah. a lot of shit, obviously, yeah. right? But um, he, he, I think he spoke from the heart, though. Yes. It was good, I think. It was... Yeah. And he said, um, like I said, he said a lot of stuff. Um, one of the things that I didn't particularly agree with, right, that he said, and then we'll move on to the shit that, that we agreed with, yeah. right? The thing that I didn't agree with, which is something that I wouldn't agree with from anybody or from any organization, right? He wouldn't... He also didn't say that he wouldn't, but he wouldn't. He didn't say that he would stop taking money from the NRA, right? Which yeah. is something that I don't agree with. And it's not just because it's him, and it's not just because it's the NRA. I, I think that we both think that the corporate money in politics is a, a fucking problem. Like absolutely. it is absolutely ludicrous. So yeah, we whether it's from, we could do a whole basic episode right. one day about Citizens United. Yes. So we, whether it's yeah. whether it's the NRA to Marco Rubio. Or it's Whole Foods to fucking Derek Kilmer, you know? Yeah. Keep your hands out of it. It doesn't fucking matter. Like, keep your your fucking corporate hands out of it. It doesn't fucking matter. If you as the owner of Whole Foods or you as the owner of... As an individual. Yes. Even somebody like Jeff Bezos, Amazon. If he wants to step behind somebody, 
go to town. Yeah. I put your money where your mouth is, and that's fine. But maybe maybe there should be some kind of cap because you know at the end of the day how much fuck. how much public money you ever played Monopoly how much public <laughs> money how much public money do you want to invest right. in the federal government just yeah here here you, you know, go here you go guys go run for office and do good Where, do whatever is that with money going to come it, back you know? into the economy to us uh, I don't think so yeah but, yeah but anyways yeah I can understand that so sure. that was a and like I said it's not. Not just because it's him, and because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel really nope. either way. He says a lot of shit I don't agree with, but he says yeah. some, some shit here that I did agree with. You know, because yeah. um, so he's from Florida, they are yeah. different. So right. They're different than us. It is. So it's know? not just because it's him. It's not just because it's the NRA. You yeah, know? but I didn't like this period. I don't like that. I understand not just that where he's coming from, though. Absolutely, but I don't yeah. like that him or anybody. You know, is. They're just like, yeah, no, I'll, I'll fucking take the money. Yeah. You know, and he did his best to be like, well, a lot of people buy into my agenda. Like, a lot of people yeah. dig what I have to say, you know, and if if the NRA happens to be one of them, the NRA happens to be yeah, one of them. Yeah, you know? see, that's, and, and, but that comes down to a trust thing. Right. Is that it's like, really? Or are you just talking bullshit? Because right. for real, yeah, okay, if that is the truth of the situation, that's fine. As long as you're not taking that money and then get, doing a little favor, a little quid pro quo and i think it's at that point that you would have to look into his donation history and his voting history and see how they correlated you know like if he received a donation from the nra and then like six months later he voted no on a gun legislation and did that like two or three times then you'd be like well that's awfully awfully fucking suspicious you know but there's no there's no way to say that that's what's happening or and to know that they would even do that you know but like that's I can definitely see where there's a lot of gray area in that, though. Yeah, I that's what I'm say, saying. I wouldn't that's not definite, like, totally on board, because I no, can see situations, yeah, where it and can that go crazy. But. And that wouldn't tell you. That wouldn't be a definite answer at all, you yeah. know. But that would be somewhere you would start if that's if that's the question you're asking is, can I trust that he's saying that, or does he mean something else? And you're like, yeah. well, I have to do some investigating. The first place exactly. I personally would look, well, let's look at his donation history, yeah. and then let's look at his voting history, and we'll see how they match up. And if I can't find anything there, you know, or if I find something yeah. that tips my hand, I'd be like, well, so what I'm would be look like your shit, What would you be know? like your red flag limit? Like, because just, I think, I think, and we both, I'm pretty sure we both agree on this. Just the fact that an organization is supporting an individual is weird. Yes. But if it was, you know, just regardless of that, because we have problems with that, but let's say it's going to happen regardless. So let's say... Where's that cutoff of uh, how much money is like a red flag for you? Like when an NRA, let's say the NRA donates to a Republican, generally, you know, gun friendly politician, you know, what if they're giving him a, I don't know, $100,000 a year? Is that too much? That seems like a lot. From the NRA? Multi million, multi billion dollars. From anybody, I think that seems like a lot, you know, because to me, a lot isn't dependent on. How much money that company makes? Yeah, you know, it's just, it's just a denomination a of money, money from, especially as like a, a regular person that works a fucking yeah. you know look like on like an on average cost of a house. That's or what cars. I'm saying. Like, how much money do yeah. I make in a year? It's like you just gave that person a you know the badass model Tesla, whatever the new the one model is. three. Yeah, it's like if that's, you're in like that's the, the equivalent of what you just gave that dude. And like, I wow. think that I think for me, if I had to. If I had to quantify it, right? Because I'd never been asked that question before. So that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I think that if I had to quantify it, if it is anywhere near what you're receiving in private donations from citizens, 
that's a problem. There you go. Right? Like, the majority, the vast majority of your funding should be from... Private citizens. From people. Like, for, even, even if it's, like, a, a fucking million-dollar donation from Jeff Bezos, you know? Yeah. Like, it's... You see, it should, it I should don't even, be, yeah. and I don't, that's not, I don't think yeah, that yeah, they, yeah. anybody should be doing it a million dollars to anybody, but I mean, like, if, if it is at least just from Jeff Bezos and not from Amazon, Amazon, you know, yeah. like, then or Google, right, or something like right. that, yeah, some I think crazy that, thing. yeah, it should certainly be far less than, yeah, because I mean, that's what you see, I mean, you see people like, that get, they have the support of Exxon Valdez, or, <laughs> no, no, yeah. but you know what I'm talking, they have All the support of, uh, yeah, they have, uh, you know, some giant corporation like, uh, even like Google. Google is a perfect example, I think. Something like that. What if you heard that Google was supporting some local politician in Nebraska? Right. You know, like Ben Sass. I love Ben Sass, by the way. <laughs> but, uh, you know, and I think it's stupid that we should say this, but once again, I don't agree with him on everything. But I think for the most part, he's a He's a good. He he seems to be a good person yes. and lighthearted and that funny. I agree with. And I like some of I like some of his politics. Certainly. But, um, but if if Google for some reason was like supporting Ben Sass, yeah, what the fuck is going like, on there? What's going on there, man? What are you trying to do, Google? You, you don't. You're not even based in Nebraska. What are you, What are you doing? Right. I see what you're trying to do is fight for your team, maybe. I mean, it, well, in this case, bad example. It's the opposite <laughs> team. But yeah. you get my point. But yeah, I think fundamentally there's something wrong with that yeah. to begin with. Just the deep corporate you know. ties within politics. That's not. Yeah, and that that's got me thinking about something else. Maybe we should talk about it later, but because we haven't even talked about Rubio's yet. Yeah, just a little bit. But so so the good things that he said. He also said that he was in favor of an age restriction on rifles, right? Okay. Um, which can go either way. You know, I can. In this case, maybe it was a good thing because this kid was obviously. Yeah, he still whatever, had that. You know, he was still tied up ever. in his yeah, high school. Whatever. It can go yeah. either way. That could be a good thing or a bad thing, right? It's. I think that it's a good sign that he's willing to move forward from something that he previously thought, right? Mm-hmm. That it's Because that's something that you're going to have to do. Because like we were talking about, it's so. this is so polar. For anything to be done, just like anywhere else, people are going to have to come to the middle. They're going to have to give up on some things that yep. they care about and some things they hold true. It's called... And, Called the, the deal. Yeah, you they're going to the have to compromise a little compromise. bit. He also said that he was starting to reassess the way that he looked at high capacity magazines. Yeah, you know, which is like again, regardless of how you feel about that, I think that's a good thing because he's moving in a different direction. He's you know, erring he's, on the side of safety. Yes, definitely. Exactly. He said we don't know any of this. This we're all we're just yes. trying to guess what the good path is. Yes, and we all have different ideas on what the best way is. And yeah. He's erring on the side of safety right now, which, in my case, is like, oh, said man, if we can let's save, err on the side of said, safety. I don't that's know fine. if it'll save all lives, but if it can save some lives, yeah. like, that's good enough. You know, yeah. if, it, if it can take the, the I mean, death toll down from 17 yeah. to 10, that's yeah. enough. If seven less people, you know, have to lose. Yeah. Like, and then it's really important to remember, when we talk about these things, we, we get these ideas from, in the, like for you know, mass shootings, let's say. We get our idea. It's the lessons that we learned from each individual one. It's like, okay, well, next time we don't, maybe we, this would have saved right. life. This would have. It's the hindsight right. 2020. But the other thing we got to remember is we have to remember that not every, you know, one of these mass shooting situations, right. they're all different. They right. all have different circumstances. We got to remember that, like, we can't make a judgment off of what just happened. Right. Just think about this, you know, we know for a fact that, 
you know, what kind of argument is there to be made against that? The high cap mag. It's, well, people are just going to change. They're just going to get more mags and change out. It's like, okay, yeah, that's very possible. And, you know, if, will you look at the Parkland shooting? That wouldn't have done anything because there was nobody there for X amount of time, whatever. And that fucking you guy know, sitting outside. And the guy sitting outside. But yeah, fucking see, piece of shit extenuating circumstances. There's yeah. going to be different things in every situation. So right. I think more times than not, a less, you know, a, a magazine with a lower capacity would be safer yeah. generally. Because even if you are going to sit there and reload, that's still time. You're still right. using time. So I get that argument. And when we're talking safer, we're talking about in a mass shooting situation yes. where somebody's using it to kill other people. Yeah. Not when you're out there fucking target shooting or hunting, yeah. you know. Like we're talking about because that's 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 the debate right now is yep. is mass shootings on people. Is people being killed by other people in our country? Yeah. Like that's the, oh, you know, like that that's the problem. That's a great business idea. Like that's the problem that we're really yeah. addressing here. You yeah. know, well, that's really people what it being is because, safe when they go to school and when they're yeah. at home, when they're at work and shit, you yeah. know? So when we're talking about, not just us, when anybody's talking about shit being safer, we're talking about safer in a, in a, a murder situation. Yes. When people are being killed by other people. Yeah, not like freak, you know, freak, no. uh, you know, acts of God. Well, how's it safer for me if someone's breaking into my fucking house? Like, well, come dude, on, dog. I'm get sorry. better at shooting with your big fucking rifle. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, come on, dog. Yeah, you fucking break here. And I'm pretty sure, like, I mean, I get the argument behind what I want to defend my house with whatever weapon I feel necessary. Yeah, I get that, and I I understand that too. Mm-hmm. I just what I feel is necessary isn't exactly what you feel is necessary. I'm sorry, yeah. I don't need to compensate so much. <laughs> but it, no, no, that's that's poking fun jokes. But uh, you're just a little bit better at the center mass idea. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> well, it's probably just because I have shotguns. So <laughs> that's all I'm. I, I got this that because I know I know I'm not. Well, realistically, it's a smart situation because you yes. know it's going to be dark. You're going to be terrified. Your adrenaline's going to be rushing. You yes. ain't going to be aim, able to aim where shit. No, you know. And frankly, I don't want my fully automatic, whatever you just name. It. I don't want yeah. my semi-automatic, you know, two-two-three round to go through my entire house and accidentally kill my dog when I kill the asshole that just broke into my house because I'm yeah. going to kill him. That's just going to be the way it is. Right. If he doesn't run within five seconds, I'm going to kill him. Right. Um, but I don't want to accidentally kill my dog or the neighbor or shoot out into the highway because I'm a responsible gun owner right. and I understand what that weapon is capable of. Yeah. And I feel like in that situation, it's safer to have a shotgun. Anyway. I agree. I off agree. The soapbox. I buy into that. But that's why I, I would say... Yeah, back to high cap mags. Yeah, yeah. I I would say maybe so a we, step in the right direction. Yeah, let's have a conversation about what's reasonable. Okay, I get it. Yeah, I feel like we've had this conversation once before too. Not me and you, but as a nation, as a country, you know, when we started as saying, well, people. how many, you know, because you look at, you want to talk real, actual statistics. It's the you know the problem there is the handguns. And it's usually in the inner cities and mm-hmm. in, you know, the low rent neighborhoods and all that where crime is prevalent for a reason. Well, and that's why like in fucking Manhattan, you know. Yeah. Like, yeah, no yeah. Sir, like we talked like, about that last time. No I totally sir, get that. You know, but in certain areas. And that's where you talk about magazine capacity and pistols. Yes. Because those are the number like one killer. Twenty five I mean, clip around yeah. fucking extendo clips, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Automatic pistols. 
Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Don't need I that love shit. it in GTA, but I don't want it in real you life. You don't need that shit. <laughs> that's the only thing man. it's good for is killing people, dog. That's the only thing, you know? Yeah, that's it. Like, I mean, that's it's it. fun as shit. When you start to get into okay. shit like that, that's all it's for is modifying to kill more yeah. people. Like, so that's I got it. a perfect idea. We can create a new area in the economy. So we'll we'll outlaw those things, right? Boom. Yeah. Done. Um, don't take me 100% serious here, but this is, just, this is, <laughs> this is a business so, idea that we have. Yeah, so here we go. So it becomes illegal. Boom. Can't have those anymore. Except yeah. for commercial use. I want I want to own a place where you can grab a 50 millimeter mounted machine gun. Yeah. And I, and it's, you know, you walk up and it looks like a, like a mock Humvee when you walk up to the thing. And you get, you know, you buy thousand rounds or whatever it yeah. is you get your headphones you got your safety gear you've been trained on it you're you know you got your safety brief yes you get your private range and then there's targets that pop up you get a big old i don't know like think like a video game think you get like a a jeep over there that you gotta right you know you just get to shoot at or something like that the jeep's not real because god you, don't <laughs> shoot, you know let's be safe here but then, yeah, somebody just pays to come in and blast off a thousand rounds on a yeah. fifty cal or something like that. Well, and, and in that a, would be so much fun. And in a world like where, when I think about a world where like quote unquote assault rifles are banned, you know, mm-hmm. that's totally how I see it. That, that would like, be so they're cool. Not, yeah. They're not banned. Like nobody can fucking touch them ever. You know, yeah. That you don't have one in your house. Private but ownership. You, but you want to go somewhere and pay to fucking shoot one, then pay to fucking shoot one. You know, mm-hmm. we own them here. That would be cool. Buy the ammunition here, and you can use it here. The yeah. same deal. You know. You want to shoot a fifty caliber fucking sniper rifle that we don't even let you kill people with in the military? You're right. Come do it here. Yeah. You know? Come do it here. That'd be like, dope. It's can't shoot a person with it because they'll tear their top half off. But you yeah. can shoot it here if you want. <laughs> you know, we'll let you do that. Like because that's what it's built for. Well, and there's a there's a festival or a whatever a, a meeting that happens in I think Nevada every year. I watch Vice mm-hmm. about it. Um, where people just go. And it's it's a gun festival, like where they go to like a mountain oh, and, and they, they shoot, shoot across to the other, and every, yeah. people got all kinds of crazy shit. Oh boy, Thomas Morton, right? He this tiny, tiny little guy with glasses. Wait, on who's Vice. Thomas Morton? He's a reporter for Vice. That he, okay, that, that did this story. He uh, oh, is he like the one that always goes like in shit, like deep down? Those yeah, uh, he's, he's over in balls Afghanistan deep. stuff. Uh, no, 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 no. That's because uh, he. He's a, like, oh, he's hardcore. Yeah, no, no, it's not that guy. This is a different guy. Mm. Thomas Morton is a tiny little guy with glasses. He has a show that's oh, called yep, that guy. Balls Deep. Yep. Um, and so he shot a fifty caliber sniper rifle. And he was so just like, thought my arm was going to fall off. Yeah. Like, I just The kick was so crazy that he was like, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> not even cool. I'm over it. Yeah, yeah, no. The fucking, the casing that comes out is like this goddamn big. Oh, yeah, it's they're insane. It's fucking crazy. And that's all powder, baby. I can't believe they ever let anybody shoot that at another person. Like, how did... Yeah. How... Even how for many, a How many, like, test subjects shattered their, yeah. their, like, collarbones and their shoulders? Yeah. Oh, man. I was... I think it's in Jarhead. Um, that's, like, one of my favorite books. Oh, and, yeah. Um, and in that... You're talking about he, the book. Yeah, the book. It's one of my favorite books. Um, we like books and, here. Yeah. We're, we're movie lovers, but... I, I like appreciate I books. like the movie too, but this, yeah. I am talking about the book. He talks about a fifty caliber sniper rifle, and he says that like they they when they're in Afghanistan during I think Desert Shield, right? No, yeah. Desert Storm because it's the first Gulf War, so okay. that's Desert Storm, Desert right? Storm. So so they're they're in that three days of fucking battle or, or war, like it, mm-hmm. that it actually is, and when they're there for months waiting for shit to kick off, right? They let them 
because he was a sniper. They let the Marines go one day and they get to shoot a 50 cal. Mm. So he's talking about it and you know how much fun it was. And he's like, but they don't let us shoot it because it's deemed overkill. Yeah. Because you will literally, you can literally tear someone's top half off their body. Yeah. Like and you don't you, even have to hit them. No. It, you know, mm. like, yeah, you can, you That's can insane. burn somebody from it just being close yeah. enough to them. Like, so all you people playing Call of Duty right now, you yeah, should be complaining. That 50 the cal fact. Beretta that yeah. you fucking, you're like, oh, whatever. Yeah. No, you, <laughs> you should be complaining. Would. Because be half a person. You, you should be able to shoot somebody like two feet away, and they should they should die. But in Call of Duty, no, you got to hit them. Still center mass, dead center on. Mass. Come on, that's not fair. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I don't actually play Call of Duty, which is really sad. That's my wife. <laughs> yeah, I know. Judge me accordingly. But, yeah. But you no, know, I I mean going back to Ruby again. From what I saw, because like like you said, we didn't see it all of it yet. Right. But uh, there's a lot of it. But, I mean, props, I give him an infinite amount of props for going because he did not have to. And I think that was smart. I think it was a good political move. Yes. Uh, I And I, I think he probably came out a lot better for going than not going. Yes. Um, that I and I think he's with. getting a lot of good press for some of the stuff that he said because it it's the actual, you know, the common sense debate that everybody's wanting like he's actually that's what he's talking about. It's like, is, all right, let's do it. Let's actually talk about this people. Yeah. Let's talk about what we really want. What uh you know, what does classify an assault weapon? What does you know let's actually talk about this. We gotta figure it out and let's move on. Right. And I give him props for showing up because God, can you imagine all those people coming from like the school? Can you imagine putting yourself in your situation to just be like just grilled by those people? No. Ugh. It's I'm just the, the what I on that saw guy. of it. Yeah, was brutal. Yeah, was fucking brutal. Yeah, and and did we talk about the since you brought up Vice? Did you did we talk about the Vice hit piece last week? I think that we talked about it briefly, right? So but and then since we also then, yeah, yeah, and we also just talked about just Jordan Peterson briefly, right? Oh yeah. So Jordan Peterson, because if you if all you've seen is the fucking Vice piece, then you don't actually know shit about who, about he who is. Jordan Peterson is, yeah, right? Or what he's about. So just brief, right? Jordan Peterson gained notoriety, fame, infamy, whatever you want to call it, right? He gained this attention when a Canadian bill was proposed Mm -hmm. that would... Which ultimately passed, by the way. Which did ultimately pass, yes. Which would mandate the use of 75... Was it 75? I think it was 72. 72 different, somewhere in the realm of 70 different gender pronouns, pronouns, right? So like gender identifying words z zer all, all everything that you can think yeah. of you know my favorite even, was foxkin yes uh, things that are as crazy as that yeah. right in my opinion is our yeah. opinion personally crazy i think as, of myself more as like a, a wolfkin than a foxkin <laughs> yeah so so his argument because this combined i believe with the human rights act in canada right yes it was bill c16 yes and it, yeah it gave uh teeth Yes, to, to to the Human Rights Act. To the, home, the Human yes. Rights Act. And so, uh, to certain parts of the Human Rights Act, because obviously humans yeah. deserve fucking rights. Particular but, with, yeah, this gender pronoun. Having to do with discrimination, right? So, in he's he's a psychology professor at, he taught at, yeah. at Harvard, right? And then at the University of Toronto. Was it Harvard? I believe so. Yeah. And, um, then, yeah. and then at the but University of Toronto. He's been around, he's been a traveling professor, I think, too. Yeah, he's, especially I, And I don't now. think, is he... Tenured, or they call it something different up in Canada, maybe. But I mean, he's a 
the equivalent, if I'm correct, of a tenured professor and and yeah. a practicing clinical psychologist yes. as well. Yeah, you know, he doesn't just teach. Uh, and I think we name dropped his book in one episode, but anyways, the new one, Twelve Rules, Twelve for Rules for Life. Yes. Absolutely, I recommend yeah. everyone go out and buy that book because it's fantastic and it's got some great ideas in there. But anyways. Jordan Peterson. Yes. So, so yeah. he argued uh, that theorized right that this new bill C sixteen, uh, coupled with the discrimination portions of the Canadian Human Rights Act, would allow right off for an example, mm-hmm. if I was a transitioning person, you referred to me by a gender identifier that I do not approve of. Indeed. Unknowingly, right? You don't know that I don't. I if you call me a him and you don't know that I identify by Z or Zer. Whatever the fuck I want to identify. If yep. you don't know that, yep. and you call me him. Yes. And I am offended by that. If I am upset by that, I can take you to court. And under the severest of punishments, you could be jailed. Now, that was his argument against the language in yes. that document. Because he was afraid that that would happen. Yes. And, th- and that's... And that's that's why I said it's just, that was yeah. the theory, right? Yes. That, was that was the theory the, behind it. That's why he got infamous. But, yes. But the actual... The real concern was the law actually did have that problem in yes. its wording. He was concerned with the wording because he was afraid that it it, it would form compelled speech. And, that, and once you have compelled speech laws, how can you hold people accountable for not knowing in that situation? You know, yeah. how, how am I supposed to know? You know? Right. And... At the end of the day, well, we can get into that later. But yeah, that's originally why he grew to infamy mostly, yeah. and then and so now you know. he's just a huge advocate for free speech, for honest thinking, for objective speaking, yeah. for for all kinds of things that are fucking awesome. Yeah. You know, that are tr- classical liberal ideals that are should be pushed forward. You know, anti-Marxist ideals. Yeah, yeah not anti-postmodernism. Yeah, against all of this crazy shit that. Seems to be making a resurgence in America, yeah, which right? people commonly refer to these days as the left or the far left. So they we, commonly refer to it as liberalism, which well, is yeah, that's the, that's the real problem. Yes, yeah, it actually, is I commonly take that refer back to as liberalism. Which right is, now, yeah, when the classic truth, you know, political debate is liberals versus conservatives. Yeah, it's those it's those damn liberals. It's like, well, no, you know, look, think about that when you say that. What does liberal mean, idiot? It means free. It means yeah. liberty, freedom. So, yeah. So that they're not actual liberals. They're that's, progressives. They are hardcore leftists. Hardcore leftists, and that's really the people that that yeah. Jordan Peterson is warning people about. He's trying to get out there and warn people about. Um, but he's also, like I said, he's a practicing clinical psychologist, and he he does a lot of different research into a lot of different aspects of human psychology that gender I think are just fascinating. Yeah. yeah, gender studies. He did a huge twelve episode, if I'm. I think so. About uh, series. Yeah, about the biblical stories in the uh, in the Bible and their their psychological relevance, and I, it, which is fascinating from somebody who's it was not religious at all. Um, I I think it was fascinating. Um, but yeah, that's kind of a little bit about a little context because Jordan Peterson is a big enough character in this that uh, he requires that kind of context. Uh, we'll because, be talking about yeah, him regularly. Yeah, because, well, yeah, we will. And it's particular in this Vice Peace story. That's They do not tell you who he is. No. No, they, they say specifically that he's an he alt-right fought, and that he something. fought against a bill that would 
that would make people use terms like they and them instead of him and oh, yeah. her. Which he has That's publicly stated. Said. He publicly stated that if, no, if you were, if I ran across you in person or you're a you're student trans, in my class type of anything. and you prefer to be called whatever, you know, I will do you the common courtesy, the common human courtesy of saying, okay, sure, I'll, I'll refer to right. you as whatever you want. That's fine. I'll call you what you want. You know, it's just, I will not have the government tell me I have to. No. I'm going to do it because I'm a good person. And I feel I have, I need more respect from you than that. That's or fucking... To, I need to give you more respect. That shit. Because you only get as much respect as you give right yes. off the bat. The compelled speech, man, that's right out of fucking 1984. That's some... It's crazy. That's some shit that's... Yep. Doesn't have no place in fucking anywhere. No, no, it's terrible. Yeah. And, but anyways, yeah, that you watch the that Vice piece, piece, man. The that hit ended piece. up being a hit piece. Yeah. Fucking. There's actually videos now you can go watch on on the YouTube's uh, that what? show the actual footage and actually the parts they cut out compared to it. Oh like, man, like yeah, frame they, they put it yeah. on top of each other. It's you know little video box by little video box, and you could see when they what line they up. cut out and when they line up. It's and insane. When they don't. It is. Because the, anybody who knows, anybody who pays attention to him at all, yeah. will go, wait a minute, that's not, what are you talking about? That goes almost contrary to a lot of what he talks about. But, and actually even, uh, was it on that Brett Weinstein episode of uh, Jerry, the Joe Rogan experience, when they talked about him a little bit? Yes. I think when they talked about, yeah, what he went through, I think Brett made some great points too. The interview but Ultimately, is- yeah, it's... Which was two hours long was boiled down to like maybe a seven minute segment, right? Maybe. On I'll say the longest possibly maybe, maybe twelve or fifteen. Like, yeah, longest. Um, but. And then after they caught after Vice caught so much shit for it, they released a slightly longer video that was fifteen minutes of the interview. And those are the two things that are lined up yeah. in this YouTube video they were talking about. That on top they have. The, what was aired on HBO on Vice News Daily. And then underneath that, they have the 15-minute video that they released. And so you can... And they play over top of each other so you can see the points where they line up. And yeah. then where they cut things out. It's pretty Cut rough, little man. snippets out to make him look like an asshole. Make it yeah. look like he's getting agitated for no reason. Oh, yeah. Just little little bits of uh, Make him look like a sexist. Yeah. It, it's, it's crazy. It's terrible. And the thing that I thought was so fucked up about it, right, was not two years ago... When you and I are talking about Vice, yeah. we were promoting them as some of the most unbiased news that we had found. I was like, so... Yeah. It was awesome. It, it was, was amazing. My soul was crushed. To watch man, Vice constantly. To watch Viceland, to watch everything they put out. To fucking yeah. love it, man. The original programming, Action Bronson, all that bullshit, man. It's all good. Fuck, that's delicious. I love that goddamn show. Yeah. All that shit, man. To see it go from that... Into this, that man, was terrible. When Jordan Peterson isn't even an alt-right personality, he's period. He is at most a center-right personality. Yeah, at you know, very he's most. He's pretty fucking centrist. I mean, he but, is pretty yeah. well-rounded. Yeah, and politically, I think most socially, of his, it's yeah. I think like, most of his social things probably lean a little bit more, just a tad left, maybe. Yeah, but then you know, but he's a very complex person. But no, definitely not far anything. No. And for him to be, or, portray, or for them to attempt to portray him as that, and to try and boil down, yeah. you know, everything that he says to those to those tiny misconceived points yeah. was like disgusting. Well, though. and the like, real real problem is, and I'm surprised Vice fell for this is, and he talks about it all the time on all sorts of different interviews, but he has 
an ungodly amount of hours of himself um, talking about what he believes in through yes. psychology and stuff yes. on, on YouTube. There are yes. there's hundreds of hours of video <laughs> to back like to show. Okay, this is what this guy thinks. And this yes. is who he is. And then if anybody tries to spin a story one way and label him something else, he just goes, "Hey, did you watch any of that?" Right. Because everyone else that you're trying to convince probably has and now you're just looking stupid and that's and that's why i tried to preface our explanation with if you have only seen the vice piece because yes. if you've only seen the vice piece then you wouldn't know any of that stuff you wouldn't nope. have any idea that uh, other than him saying you know for the last 15 yeah. months you wouldn't have any idea that he's actually been famous famous quote unquote for the uh-huh. last 15 months been like an actual notable figure over yeah. a year ago he was on joe rogan yeah. probably 15 months ago he was on joe rogan yeah. for the first time when we were like when i think that he's been on before that, like I, I think that yeah. he was on before. No, no, no. I remember the first one, the he, first time, yeah, the first time. And he I was making the rounds. Joe Rogan's been on for so long. I know. I, I can't remember if you know what I'm saying. He has I so do. many people that have been on there for so long. That I don't. Yeah. I can't remember the first time that he was on there. Yeah. Um, but, but I've seen him on a couple first time podcasts. Actually, the uh, shout out to the H3 pod podcast. Yeah, good that's stuff. just it. I haven't listened to that one. But you said it was good, yeah. right? That's mostly for like people that are more involved with like the the YouTubing YouTuber type yeah. people. But every Philly now and D's again, really my only YouTube yeah. Guy. yeah, and actually, Philly D's got a great episode on H3 podcast. You if you're going to watch any episodes, watch the two Jordan Peterson and the H3 po- and the anything the with Philip DeFranco on him. Yeah, Th- those two guys are great, man. Philip DeFranco too. We're going to talk about him an incredible amount because we both watch. I try and watch him every day. If I don't yeah. watch him that day, I'll watch him the next day and watch the yeah. two episodes. Yeah. But I mean, he's he said he's been on YouTube for over a decade, right? I oh mean, yeah, it's been. Oh so man, he's, yeah, you got. He's an OG, OG, OG fucking YouTuber. Yeah. And, I mean, he... He's been around the game a long time. He does the best unbiased coverage of pretty much every story that... Because he covers big stories and then shit that that you won't hear about. Yeah. Like, Like he'll do a little bit of YouTube news every now and again Mm -hmm. because it's just the platform that he's on and that grew him and all this. But it's... He talks about real news a lot. And then he'll talk about some weird local stories sometimes that pop up. Just... Stuff yeah. that he finds interesting. But uh, the thing I really love about his show is, and it didn't always used to be like this. You know, He was very different early on, and he will be the first to tell you that, and he will apologize for it. But just like everyone else, he's a different person now because he has grown and right. so on and so forth. But uh, now he will tell you factual things that happen. And then he will tell you his opinion on it afterwards. And yes. then he will ask, you know, he's very involved with his community. What do you and think? They have, yeah. And so he'll ask me what they think. And then he'll get in the comments and start going to town. Yes. And talking. And then he does a show on Friday now about just reaching out to the things that were most popular in the conversations. Right. And it's, it's that's a platform. I, content. Yeah, that's a platform that I think is magic. Yeah, absolutely. But anyways, yeah, he's a, he's a big one. Yeah. But yeah, I forgot how we ended up there. But yeah, talking about Jordan yeah, Peterson no, just and all talking, that, yeah, yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, but man, what? Yeah, we prefaced Jordan Peterson for something, and I don't remember what it was. We were talking about because just because we were talking about him on the different podcasts that he's been on the yeah. H three podcast, and so we mentioned Phil DeFranco. Yeah. Um, but jo- Jordan Peterson, like we said, if you if you've only seen the Vice piece, yeah, the Vice not, piece, that's what we were really the Vice piece on. is absolutely no indication. Which of is, yeah. of who Jordan Peterson really is, which, which is a shame now because it is a now shame. I have this, I get these red flags now every time I see a Vice story or 
what I mean, okay, so what else have you been telling me? Do I right. need to start looking into every one of these stories? Because that's supposed to be your job. Right. You're supposed to have a, this is a trusting relationship here. I trust you to go out and do your job and bring me the news. And that's why I, I give you money yeah. by subscribing to the network that you are on. That's why I click your shit. That's why I follow you on exactly. fucking Twitter and all that stuff. That's why, This you isn't, know. yeah, it's not just something we do blindly. This right. is me, this is, that's how we voice our attraction towards a thing on social media right you know and if i trust that you're doing the right thing i'll give you that that thumbs up it's not something i do lightly or uh, uh lightly yeah i don't yeah just because maybe because i'm not a social media person but like yeah i don't like thumbs up or thumbs down anything unless it like speaks to me some way you know like if phil and it sounds terrible because i i love philip defranco's show and you know i follow his uh his video or his uh, vlog that he does too. Um, his, yes. Actually, it's all about like the behind the, the scenes behind at the, the company. scenes vlog. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, but uh, like I trust that he will give me factual news, and then I see the team of like six researchers he has in the back pulling stories for all you know, finding out the facts for all the stories he does, and that helps build trust there. But if I was to find out he lied about something or or you know, misrepresented a story or pushed a thing of fake news on accident. Um, I'll hold them accountable for something like that. And that would shake my trust. And then usually what happens is on a rare occasion that he does run a story. And this doesn't just apply for him. It applies to anybody that you listen to to get news. Yeah. If they realize something they, they said was wrong and then they turn around and say, hey, I missed that. That was my, you know, I was a failure on my part to do so-and-so. I get it. I'm not going to do that again. I got it. You right. know, I screwed up. I'm taking, you know. Absolutely. I'm moving on. Then I have that. That's very respectful. And uh, I think that in this case, I think Vice needs to do that. You need to step out and say, <laughs> hey, you know. the two hours and say, you know, listen, we fucked up. Like, but see, with Vice, I don't know where you can put the blame on because I don't know how that traditionally works. With like, Whereas like somebody like Philip DeFranco or well, and they are, somebody like John Oliver or somebody like that, if they screw up, it's more or less them that finally they had the final say. And like, okay, yeah, let's do this. They're ultimately responsible. But for Vice, what do you do? Well, and Vice is growing Rapidly, oh yeah, um, and I read an article. I don't know if I sent it to you. If not, then I'll look for it and I'll send it to you. Um, that was in a business newspaper that I follow, um, and it said that Vice lost an ass load of its funding um, in fuck in Canada, maybe. And yeah. their Canada channel is not. You think like, that Can- Viceland Canada is yeah. is not going to be on there anymore? You think that um, has something to do with Gavin McGinnis? Because I think he works for Rebel now, doesn't he? Uh, he certainly does, and, and I he used to be—I don't know. He used to be like half know. of Vice, didn't he? I think that it could also be that that, that shit like this is happening. It's filtering you know, through. It's been because that was probably two months ago, maybe three months ago that I read yeah. that. It might have just been on like the Business Examiner or something, and I don't—I yeah. don't know how reputable that source is. You know, you never um, know. It seemed legitimate some, enough to and me. And some weird, um, illegit sources end up. Having surprise right. stories that are totally yeah. legit. So reportedly, really yeah, uh, they you know allegedly, reportedly, they fucking they lost a huge investor in Canada, like a hundred yeah. million dollar investor. And I wouldn't, take, I, dude. I would not doubt and, it, especially since, like, you take a uh, look at uh, Rebel Rebel Media, their massive reach, mm-hmm. and call them what you will, they're not a far left 
pusher. We'll just say that. <laughs> they're, 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 a, they're a push against the far left. Yes. For whatever they are, they're a push against the far left. I don't think I could classify one thing or another because Rebel Media is big and there's a lot of people that they support or own. I don't know how it quite works, but that I don't think run... I don't think correlate with their views 100%. Right. But, because I think, I don't know, you ever heard of Roman Millennial? Her? Um, I, She's I've heard YouTuber you girl. mention her to me before, but, but I, I don't think, think she, that I've personally heard of her. I, I don't know. I don't even want to go there because I'm probably wrong about that. But what the ultimate point I'm trying to get at is in Canada, there has been a massive rise in this free speech, you know, resistance, whatever you want to call it. The, yeah. We call it down here the intellectual dark web. Yes. You know, there's been such... A push in Canada against these farther left policies that the I don't want to say Trudeau. Mr. Yeah, Pretty Boy Trudeau has been his administration or whatever they have up there is is pushing. They're, the laws that are getting passed are pretty leftist, and there's a lot of people now that are not happy about this stuff and speaking out on the internet mostly. And I think that might be a big part of it is because Vice is that kind of alternate media still, yeah. you know. And I don't think in Canada right now that's a very friendly environment to be in in no. alt media anymore. I don't think they're they're in the right spot if they continue down that that path. <clears throat> you know, for as factual even as most of their other stuff is before the Jordan Peterson thing. I've always you know they've had a a left spin for a while now, and even though I you know I can give them that and I could see through it's fine. The facts on the ground are still the same. Um, but this is totally different. Yeah. And I can see why Vice Canada couldn't happen right now. Mm-hmm. For sure. Do you have um, Do you have anything else big on there? Or if not... Dude, everything is big. That's the problem. <laughs> well, okay, so... See, I had so many other things to talk about, too. I mean, we, I mean, we haven't talked about... I'm pretty sure, like, shit's about to pop off in the Middle East at, like, yeah. any time. That's yeah. a crazy situation, but... I don't even want to get into that today because, All right. for one, I think that requires a whole lot of solid research. Yeah, lots of information part. present because without us being like, we think that it's that this and we're, yeah. No, you know, that's that's, like, that's like, got to be a factually like, based I love just, conversation. Just without really getting into it, just off the top of your head, have you been paying attention to the BB Netanyahu corruption charges? And, yeah, yeah, I actually you know, have like, that down here. Like, can you, but I just don't Mad see this. cigars like, and shit. Like, we can get into it. Uh, maybe next week or something we could do another deep dive or mm-hmm. something like that. But I just I can't imagine with the situation that's brewing militarily, I can't imagine him imagine him stepping down because it's like it's kind of every time it like looks like he's about to go down, there's like all of a sudden shit's about to pop off, and he's like, well, like you know, we can't we can't kick him out now it's because like he's got to defend hanging. Israel, you know. It's, it's like FDR hanging out to the reins, you know. They're like, yeah. why don't you just stay here? Yeah. And we'll finish up and then we'll figure it out afterwards. So. Yeah. I mean, it just keeps <laughs> happening. So I'm like, yeah. you think it's going to stick this time? I don't I know. Because it's about to pop off again. Well, so before before we move into anything, because it's been pretty heavy, right? Yeah. Let's talk, let's talk some motherfucking pop culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just do that. Just a little bit. Of, I got, I got a yeah. couple of like pretty simple things here, right? Yeah, and this is um, good. I like we we hit some, we get into some serious stuff. Yeah, and then we'll talk just what's happening in the world. So the first one, we'll, we'll ease ourselves in, right? I'll yeah. ease you in with this, and out, and we'll see. Where you'll it goes. understand in the end why it's tied in. Right? Okay. So, so I was telling you about this before we started recording. Jordan and I watched this movie called Going in Style. Okay. Right? 
Yeah. So it has Michael Caine in it, right? Yes. Um, and it also has Morgan Freeman in it. And then, oh, so have, and then, have you ever seen Little Miss Sunshine? Uh, no. Well, so Maybe. there's a grandpa in that movie, and I don't okay. remember what his name is, but that guy's also in this, right? All right? And there are a bunch of friends. They worked at a steel factory together, and um, they are retired because those dudes are old as fuck, obviously. And something goes screwy with their pensions, right? Yeah. And so, so they lose their pensions, and so they're like, we're going to rob a motherfucking bank. Right. So oh. so they rob their bank, right? Like the bank that they bank at. That's so and, great. It's like that's um, my money's in there. I yeah. should get it. Yeah, cuz the movie starts to have spoilers fucking if you care so much about yeah. going in style. <laughs> uh, but the movie starts that Michael Caine finds out that his house is going to like going to be foreclosed on by the bank and so he's there trying to talk to this guy who's giving him the runaround about, oh, you know, this was a special rate, what the fuck ever. Oh, yeah. And then you refinance and all this bullshit. So while Michael Caine's there, the bank gets robbed. And uh, he, like, he is being held up by one of the robbers, and they kind of have, like, a brief back and forth. Um, And the guy shits on the bank worker. The robber shits on the bank worker for taking the old man's house. And he's like, oh, yeah. It's like, we should, you know, look out for, like... Our elders or something like that. The yeah. bank robber says that. And then they leave and like everything happens. So Michael Caine's like, I want to rob that bank that just got robbed like two weeks ago. And it's my bank. And so then they do it and you know, all this stuff happens and whatever. You know, they get someone to like help them learn how to rob a bank and all this shit happens. And and then you find out at the end of the movie that the guy that helped them rob the bank mm-hmm. was the guy that robbed the bank in the beginning of the movie. And so he, you know, gotcha. just sweet spot and yeah. all this whatever. So the movie ends. Right, mm-hmm. and I think that I was waiting to see who had done a cover of a specific song, and so I'm watching the oh, credits yeah, roll yeah. through. Right, and so the first part rolls up, and it says producers. And it says Steven Mnuchin. Right, and I was like the Mnuch. I was like, that's weird. Right, I looked at Jordan, and I yeah. was like, that's so weird. Like that guy is like he works in the Trump administration. It's yeah. Like he's the head he of sure like does. the budget office, what the fuck ever, yeah. right? Budget finance. Uh, yeah, that yeah. guy. Yeah. So I was like, that's so weird. Like that's such an uncommon last name. Like what are the fucking chances? Yeah, right? that, the tax plan is his baby. Yes. So I'm like, let me look up the producers of this movie, right? So I go on IMDb, going, you know, going in style, what the fuck ever. Look up the producers. Steven Mnuchin produced this movie. Yeah. He what did. the fuck? Oh, yeah, that was like, he, he was into Hollywood for a I while. I had yeah, no yeah. idea. I had no idea oh, of that. Yeah. And it blew my mind. Like, That's when I saw it, I was background. like, what the fuck is so going on? I had no idea. Does it make more sense now why he's in the Trump administration? <laughs> yeah, totally. Like, now I get it. Yeah. I, I, I was so... It's weird, right? I couldn't believe that. Isn't like, that I was like, how the fuck does that so happen? the producer of that movie is... He he made the new tax plan, bro. <laughs> the producer what do you of feel this, about that? Of this mediocre <laughs> movie that I watched. Yeah, no, I couldn't believe. It was probably a great movie because I love it. It wasn't a terrible movie at all. It yeah. just wasn't. They're winning no awards, but they're still awesome. It wasn't bad at all. Yeah. But it, I, yeah, I, so I guess that's it's like uninformed on my part, but I didn't know. You know, I was yeah. like, how so fucking crazy. A little bit more crazy pop culture stuff. You, <laughs> you ever watch movies these days? Like, yeah. Probably only going to be on DVDs because I bet they're going to be cutting them in. Uh, although I don't know if they can, like the Weinstein Company or the wine, yeah, Weinstein. I company know every movies. movie I watch. I notice, dude. It's now. like and what when the I see fuck? Miramax, never going to go away. Yeah, the Weinstein Company. Yeah. Anytime I see that, I'm like, that's that motherfucker right there. If that's I right. see Miramax, I wait to the end of the movie and see 
if Harvey Weinstein yeah. was and then was one of the, the whole producers, time, and he almost always is. Dude, I sit there now, I watch these movies, and the fir- you know the first time I see a beautiful woman on screen, I'm like, oh, that poor girl had to fuck Harvey. That well, poor girl. And now every time I watch it, the more movies I watch that I see the leading that, ladies, the but... more movies I watch that I see that, I'm like, y'all motherfuckers had to know. Yeah. You had to fucking know. There's no way. There's no way that he's interacting with all of these fucking people. Oh, yeah. And no one knows about it. It was well, like like what the, the Cosby fuck, thing, man. Joe was talking about this the other day. So, like people talked about Cosby. it twenty years ago, yeah. and we just didn't, you know. He joke about it in his stand up. Yep. Come on. Just didn't know. Yeah. No, I couldn't fucking believe that. That shit ain't gonna happen wild. no more. Regardless yeah. of what you think about the movement right now and how it's, it just yeah. Get the damage has been done societally. Like <laughs> people are gonna get called out a whole lot more now for some shit. So, like, you know, the, it's had its it's had some effect. It'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens over the years. It's just, even now, like, stories come out all the time. But this dude is vindicated. I think I saw something about Brendan Fraser the other day got caught up in something. Oh, God. But it sounded like he came out on the winning end. Well, but I didn't get into it because, <laughs> frankly... Dude, one of those guys just, has got to win, right? I, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, one it's of hard, them has got to win. You know, There's got to be at least one that isn't actually <laughs> a piece of shit. Like, there was one... I, I forget... I, He's in the intellectual circles. I think he's an author and stuff. I, I guess some things had come out against him. Uh, I can't remember his name now. But uh, he ended up coming out. Turns out that was completely fabricated. And then it really flipped. And the, Horrible. The girl got burned pretty bad. Ooh. But, yeah, but that one. Yeah, that's a touchy thing, too. Like, what, you know, what constitutes guilty now? Who knows? <laughs> believe them all, don't believe them all. Do you see that Jennifer Lawrence thing? Came out about her dress. <laughs> yes, oh, and no. then she was like, "Wait, fuck you guys! Shut yeah. the fuck up!" Like that dress was sicker than fuck, and I'm trying to show it off to everybody. Yeah. Well, and the first thing that I thought when they're all talking about that, I'm like, "You're telling me that if she goes to walk outside and she's like, oh, it's cold as fuck, I need a coat,' someone's like, no, yeah, you no. can't have go take that fucking picture.' She'd be like, "Hey, suck my dick! Give me a fucking <laughs> jacket! I'm going outside." I. Like, do you... Like, you know I, she just went through a bunch of crazy training for Red I, Sparrow. She'd I kick your ass, man. I to believe that anybody in Hollywood is so controlled that you can't even put on a fucking jacket if you want to. Yeah. Fuck uh, you, man. Like, they're, they are so dehumanized yeah. that they she can't even put on a fucking jacket if she wants. Yeah. Come on, man. I don't I buy that it. shit. I don't Not buy that. And I feel like... Because Jennifer Lawrence, you know from just... You know the actual shit that actually happened to her. She was one of those people. Like she was like told abruptly, like she was too fat to be in the business, and yeah. she had to lose weight. So she like starved herself and get all these crazy stuff just to get into the business. Like she's been through the mud. Like she don't give a fuck now. Yeah. She. I feel like she's one of those people that like if you were trying to make her do something, she might choke slam you, dude, just yeah. because she's not gonna take it anymore. Well, she said she was gonna take like a year off of Hollywood to. Like fix the democracy, you know. Yeah, cause she's um, kind of an activist now, which, which I'm not. Which I can, whatever, man. Which is whatever, you know. I, I will miss you in my. What movies. I'm saying is that if your activism looks like this, <laughs> keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, yeah like no, if no, this no, is no. what it's going to look like, then I'm fucking in favor of it. Like I don't yeah. think that she's going to single handedly reshape, you know, like our government and our democracy. But if this is what your activism looks like, then I'm fucking in favor of it. If you're yeah. telling people. Show the fuck out. Like, I'm confident in my body, and I'm trying to rock this dress, and I didn't fuck any of these guys. Like, exactly. I didn't took a picture, and I'm going to go in here and have a good fucking time. Like, yeah. then that's what I'm looking for. You know, I'm exactly. looking for some common sense yeah. shit. Like, that would be nice. Don't tell me that I'm a shitbag because I think that she's hot. 
Just no, let me no. accept that she wants to be hot in that dress, and we'll all yeah. be happy about it. She hot it. or you know she beautiful? <laughs> <laughs> Brett Weinstein, you got in my head. Dude, Weinstein. Weinstein. Brett Weinstein, you got in my head. Yeah. I, that, I listened to that podcast twice. So we're talking about the Joe Rogan, Brett Weinstein, and uh, uh, Heather... His hey, wife. Hey, hey, Heather Haig. Heather Haig. Something. Oh, I can't remember what her sorry. last name was. But she was a... Oh, she was great, too, by the way. She was awesome. She... I wish she was almost... She sounds really quiet. Yeah. So that's, I'm guessing she's not really in the scene. I can... Man, I, I wish she was in the circle, man. I, I wish she was why they're around. Married. You know, Me too. I can see why they're married. They are operating on the exact same level of yeah. everything. Like, it's... So, Two yeah. intellectual powerhouses, like in a marriage together, that that got to be interesting. Let's but, go over Weinstein real quick. Um, so Weinstein yeah. was, he is an evolutionary biology professor, yeah. right? And so is his wife. And so is his wife. And they both used to work at Evergreen University. Yeah, right? Evergreen State Evergreen University. Evergreen State. In Olympia, Washington, our beautiful, yeah, beautiful local, capital, right? It's a local thing. For local. Us. It's a liberal arts school, right? Yeah. Which may or may not be a misappropriation of that word. Um, yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> liberal arts. So what happened in short was that Weinstein, right? Because it's Weinstein, not Weinstein. Yeah. You gotta. We'll be if we fuck it up, we'll try and correct it because you got to be careful about that. That's important. So they used to do a thing, and my boss, right? Mm-hmm. My immediate boss. Um, didn't know this first part of the story. Like, okay. so they used to do a thing called a day without a colored person or a day without a black a, person. A day like of that, absence. Right? Day, okay. Yeah. So that's what it is. A day of absence. Right. Yep. And where all the people of color elected, right. Elected they, to, yeah. to leave campus. They had the option yes. to we'll, stay home if they wanted to. And it would give the students non- and administration. Yes. It both, would give everyone. the non-colored students and administration a look at what their life would be like with no people of color. Yeah. Right? Which is a play on like a, a play or a book or some shit like that where something similar happens yeah. while the black people leave in a town and then you get, yeah. you're you forced to like deal with what you have, right? Yeah. And I think so, it all harkens back to, you know, like the slave south and what yeah. would happen if there was no slaves. To, right. There would be no south as we yeah. know it. And all so, that good stuff. So my immediate boss did not know that part. A lot of people right. don't know it. Which I think is fucking crazy. A lot like of people. that's a whole part of the story that's like yeah. vitally important to why this is actually a problem. Exactly. Right? Because it does not provide context for the actual part that you should be pissed off about. At all. So so after this happens, right, last year they decide the administration, the board of colored people, whatever, you know, the whatever, because it's a specific racial, like, sect. The people that run that, yes, that uh, That event every year. So they decided that this year the people, the white people, would leave campus for the day. The administration, the students... Yeah, basically, they would not be welcomed no, that day. They would leave that day, and the people yeah. of color would experience a day with no white people. Yeah. Right? So it was... Yeah. It, so... It did, it did very little. It did absolutely nothing. It did the reverse, basically, yes. of what like it should be done. So yeah. Weinstein, um, as a... Not even as anything. Weinstein says, in, in his opinion, he is not okay with being mandated to not come to work because he's white just because of the color of his color of his skin he is not okay with being told that he's not allowed to be at work that day because of the color of his skin yeah he felt that it was it was racist it's right which it is racist absolutely is that is racist it ran counter to that event's purpose the reason they do that every year is to 
is to just show how important people of racial minority are to our society and how it you know how it feels yeah. to be to you're supposed to miss them when they're gone because they fulfill a obvious role that you know is no different than you or mine yes and but yeah what the real problem was yeah is, is uh some sjw type far leftists and he said it all in an email he said all of that in an oh, email yeah. that he made public to everybody at the school oh an email that you and i have both read yep and in our unbiased opinions, because I've never been to Evergreen, I've been there, but I didn't go there, right? I went there yeah. to pick somebody up one time, um, but I don't know Weinstein. I don't know anybody who works there. I don't know anybody who actively goes to school there. I don't give a yeah. shit about Evergreen State College We're because I don't care about in. it. Yeah. it. There was nothing in that letter that indicated to me that he was a racist or a bigot no. or was trying to cause any type of rift in the race relations within you know the ecosystem of evergreen state college like that's just not not it doesn't exist in the letter right so after he puts out this email he's teaching class one day and there is a a mob a literal mob of students that shut down his class that shows up outside of his door and they are screaming about how he is racist and he is a bigot and he oh man is disrespecting everybody and he has no respect for anybody on campus and they he's a piece of angry. shit and he should he should be fired and he should lose his job and he should have to stay home you watch that video and you just you're waiting for the mob to turn on this guy and yep. rip him to pieces it was terrifying it, but he yeah he it escalates not, yeah. to the point right where people are running around campus actively looking for him the campus police are told by the student body that they have to stay in the police quarters and not intervene. The the dean or the the, the principal, the, the what is the president of the college? Because yeah, it's a public, is yeah is bullied by the student body into not even oh, yeah. being able to use hand gestures because they tell him that there are microaggressions by him oh, speaking they, with his hands. Yeah, there was a, a straight up it's, hostage situation in his office. They locked yes. he couldn't go to the bathroom without one of them escorting him in and they told tell their yeah, they had a meeting be, with yeah. Weinstein, the president of the college, and the police chief. And they told the police chief that she had to leave her weapon outside of the classroom and she said absolutely not she told weinstein after they left that she genuinely feared for their safety while they were in that room because there was one entrance and one exit and there was at least 50 students for every one individual of theirs i i man any videos you watch about that whole thing i fear for their safety watching those things it's scary it escalates to the point that weinstein can no longer teach at Evergreen State College. They yeah. eventually have to settle with him. Yeah, him for, and his wife both because they for a yeah. nice old fucking chunk of change. Absolutely. And now he's doing the circuits because he is a huge part of what we call the intellectual dark web. Yeah. He's a huge proponent of free speech, of of science, of actual evolutionary thinking. Yeah. Those three hours that he spent with Joe Rogan were some so of the most good. beautiful things that I have ever absolutely. Like, ever heard. It was absolutely incredible. Yeah. The one hundred percent honesty that comes from people like Weinstein and Jordan Peterson is something that I need in my life. Yeah. You know, like it would I, be so I nice. need that because yeah. it's so, so hard to find. You can't it's find so that anywhere else. That and it is so frustrating. I can't watch the news. You, you get your iPhone and you go through the news feed and I don't, you know, half the headlines, you don't know what to think. Yeah, you know, I can't read things 
with any kind of certainty anymore. I always have to start doing more research. I don't yeah. have any sources, more or less, that I can go to. And, yeah, it's great to have those type of reliable sources that you know that you, you know, you're not going to get necessarily a deep dive investigation, investigative journalism. But you're going to find honest conversation about right. current hotbed issues. Yes. And that's ultimately what I'm looking for is like, you know, I don't want the salacious headlines and a bunch of hearsay and, you know, nowadays in the mainstream media, utter lies half the time. Right. That they, they don't hardly even corroborate afterwards. You know, I want real intellectual conversation about stuff that I actually care about and matters to me, like free speech and the Second Amendment and, you know, just our basic, you know, freedoms and liberties in the right. United States. Because I, I feel like every single important. one of those is in flux right now. And yeah. I want to make sure that because it's a it's a generational fix, if you really think about it. Everybody, all the old, you know, movers and shakers in the Senate, they're all coming down. Within the next ten years, yeah. all of them. They're all their reigns are ending. We have these new, these like uh, they're not young bucks. These are the the intermittent, you know, the Gen Xers are yeah. are trying to take over, and and then our generation, the millennials, uh, we're looking back, and even some of like these these other guys, the Generation Y kids, they're they're not happy about this stuff either. That's why you see the people in the kids in Florida rising up and doing their thing. We care more about the things that our current leaders don't care about anymore or they never did care about or yeah. they see things in a completely different view which i mean for as much crap as we talk on people like nancy pelosi or i'm going to talk about nancy pelosi and you know the hardcore like more leftist democrats and you know i think the the more neocon conservatives feinstein did you hear about feinstein what about feinstein she I'm sorry, I didn't mean to. No, no, no. Uh, yeah, say what, she. What? She didn't. Yeah. Win the nomination <gasps> in California. Uh, but what district does she represent? Um, I don't know. Is it? Is it, um, I thought it was like an LA district. Yeah, but she didn't. She didn't win the primary. So, so, so now she has to compete against somebody. I'm so excited. Yeah, she didn't. She didn't win because so you got to get sixty percent like, of the vote to get the nomination, and neither of them got sixty. I don't like her. And she lost. Like the old boy got like fifty six. Like he almost got to sixty. Yeah. So she was. She was the. I just read about it this morning. She was a definite underdog in this. Uh, da, da, da. Oh yeah. Oh wait. De- Democratic. Uh, yeah. Senator. Yeah. Why did I think district? Um. Yeah, yeah, because I keep thinking Patty Murray. Yeah, because yeah, her district is I think the San Francisco district. Patty Murray is Washington. Not Patty Murray. Gosh, man. Pelosi. Pelosi. Nancy Pelosi. Sorry, Patty Murray. Pelosi. I'm not a big fan of Patty Murray's uh, politics, but um, sometimes. But overall, I think she's a good person. I thought it was cool to see her next to Chuck Schumer at the State of the Union. I don't like that at all. Regardless of because whatever. she's, I she's, just thought it would. That's just, her. Just as a hometown, yeah, I know. It's as cool. a hometown throw. I was like, hey, yeah, I get that's it. That bitch. I totally get that. But like, I have the opposite view where I'm like, Ugh, look at her. She's up there with. Uh, she's getting up in the top echelon. She's, she's <laughs> going to be competing she's next to him. That's that's the next Chuck Schumer. She's trying to be the next Chucky. Someone has you know? to do it. Yeah, I someone's got to be the leader I of the know. party. I, I mean, just, I'm not a huge fan of hers. What do so you just, um what do you not like about She's her? a little too progressively minded in my sense. I don't like the way she goes about her politics mm-hmm. so much. She's as, it's 
I follow and, her on Twitter. She is very constant. emotional. Um, yeah, emotionally. I don't like, yeah. I don't like Which feelings the, and facts. Like, I wouldn't mix. say that she's super incredibly progressive, right? Like, not super fucking grossly far no. left. But, but she appeals to... Oh, to yeah. the new form of democratic politics. Yeah, so. which is yeah, the new form. Which oh, is the more emotional, facts, you know, yeah. facts personality feelings over identity facts. politics. That's identity politics, identity yeah, politics. that's a scary thing. I don't like it. But it, yeah, it it is interesting to see her in that context up there on the in the podium like that. I'm like, that is that's my senator. That's one of them. You know. And was it her? I believe she was on the what was that uh, that other podcast, the Dailies, the New York Times podcast that they did about the politicians oh, and stuff? Oh, uh, the New Washington. The New Washington. That was she a good did an one. Episode of that. That yeah. was great. And that's another reason why I know she's in the upper echelon. She ha- the she's going to be a big deal. Was it that or the Axe Files? Oh, maybe it was the Axe Files. Because she was on the Axe Files. Yeah. So I think right. it was that. But the New Washington was really good, too. Yeah, it's always good. Nancy Pelosi was on the New Washington. I know. That's, you know, well, they did people you, yeah, on both sides. They do. I mean, they they do. did the. They, they did the leaders of both parties. You know, the one time, and I don't remember if it was. It was probably Axe Files now, but uh, oh, who was it now? Oh no, I can't remember her name. All of a sudden, Massachusetts, uh, Focahontas. Oh, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's oh, right in my tongue. Isn't that so terrible? Easy. That's how I we know. remember her. It ha- Well, it's not to me because. I have, um, I used to live fuck, real close man. to that area, and I'm very familiar with. What the fuck is her last name? I know it's driving me insane. Oh, Elizabeth Warren. Yes, boom, Oklahoma yes. native. Yes, uh, House representative, I believe, of some district in Massachusetts, or she's senator. Mm, I think she's a senator. Yeah. Yes, 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 yes. I believe she is. Yeah, but I I can't stand listening to her talk i mean just i don't like the way she does it i know what she's doing um, but she talks about you know she talks about her family a lot senator. she's very she's senator that's right um i don't like the way she tries to further her agenda and it's all through this this feelings like she's very soft-spoken i'm not going to do an impression of her because i almost did for don't do it it's that's really a, bad that's what we hate tough, when ben Shapiro I, does. yeah and i i've had a hard time listening to ben lately but I do love oh, his attempt at impressions, impressions, because they're so terrible, especially as Bernie Sanders pudding cup. It makes no sense. The pudding cup, and it's so bad. But I love to watch him fail. It's so funny. <laughs> but anyways, I don't, I don't hate Ben. I think he's a smart guy, and I like. Yeah, that's another story altogether. But anyways, uh, yeah, Elizabeth Warren when she starts talking, she starts talking about daddy and mom and. I know what you're doing. Yeah. And I see right through it. And I don't know why everybody else does it. And it's pissing me off. Yeah. Don't just talk to me like a regular person. Okay. You're the senator from Massachusetts. Right. You're, you know, you're a U.S. senator. We can have a conversation. Right. Don't bring this this crap into this. I don't want this. But that's the type of person she is. Yeah. I don't like her very much. I don't know why. I didn't mean to just hate on Elizabeth Warren. I mean, I I'm sure the people of Massachusetts love her. Maybe. Because she's been around for a while. But that's fine. 2012. I'm just not a fan. <laughs> 2012. Maybe it's because she's one of those that we kind of look at, or like people like me, um, we look at as like, well, what if they're going to put her up for, what if they're going to nominate her for president one day? What if she runs? I'm like, eh. nominate who you want, bro. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. They got to win. You know, they yeah. still got to win. Nominate who you want. You still got to win. Yeah. And That's I, know, why I don't like going there sometimes because that's, that's still my like. people on the stage when the shit starts. Yeah. 
And I, I don't like going there because that's kind of like my what remains of my partisan bias. You know, and it's just yeah. like I just It's hard to get rid of because bro. I'm not on that team. <laughs> yeah. I you know, I'm not on the Republican team. Right. The minute that they backed Roy Moore officially i said that's it i am officially done with you people you are worthless i will be an independent from the rest of my life if i have to be i am no longer part of whatever you are that was terrible but i just i see her as like well i don't want her leading the other team my enemies you know i don't want that but i know i shouldn't think that way besides i think camilla harris would probably be their nominee over her yeah which you you know I don't. She's like super outspoken, you know. I've heard some crazy um, things about her and Steve Mnuchin, by the way. That like I don't. That they fuck her. No. What do you mean? About when she was a uh, a federal judge, and uh, there was some some crimes that Steve Mnuchin, I think, could have been tried for, she like white collar stuff. And she goes, "No." Mm-hmm. And it was something about. And see, I don't want to talk too much about it because I didn't yeah. really look into it. it. Might be some conspiracy shit, but maybe allegedly, allegedly we don't know. Yeah, who knows? We'll do some research. And we'll talk. But about that'll. It. And it's just I don't know. I get a bad vibe from her. There's a lot of politicians that it's, it's hard not to get that bad vibe from. Yeah. You know, like our our local congressman Derek Kilmer. I've you know I've met him in person. I like I've, that guy. I've heard him talk. Like yeah, he's a Democrat, but I don't care. He district number six. Realistically. He's the type of guy that I want leading my district. That's yeah. fine. You know, I, I appreciate what he does and what he's looking out for. And I know for a fact that if I have an issue, he wants to hear about it. Right. Like, literally, it's that simple. I email his office and within a couple days. Get a response. Hey, I get a response. Hey, yeah. what's up? What, you know, what, what air your grievances? Tell me I, what's up. I like that. You know, and that's so important. You know, and if we just got off social media for a while and just did that, maybe we'd have a better republic. Yeah. anyways i think um we should probably is it sports time yet yeah yeah we can do i have a like uh, i don't want to rush things i just keep thinking about i got a uh, appointment tonight i have to make you're good weird thing no you're good i have like a one last pop culture thing that will tie us into sports for sure and we can knock out sports real quick and then we i might have i wonder if it's the same thing um is about tom brady nope okay so mine's more of the uh yeah we'll get into it so so, so there's this really this controversy boiling around Tom Brady, right? Okay. There's always controversy around yeah, Tom Brady. Yeah, because but he's Tom Brady. Specifically. So he's doing a docu-series or did a docu-series called Tom versus Time, right? Okay. That is about... I'm, I am fairly certain that he self-produced this documentary, right? Uh, like he had this documentary <laughs> made. I'm fairly certain, right? So there's a scene that's that's extra controversial, and I'm sure that some people listening to this have heard about this because it mm-hmm. was a big it was a big pop culture thing, where he's getting a massage, right? So he's laying down, not naked or anything. He's getting like a, a sports massage, like on his fucking shoulders and whatever. Mm-hmm. And his kid comes in the room, and I think his kid is like 12, um, and his kid is like, "Hey, can I play video games?" And Tom Brady's like, "For sure." It's like, uh, yeah, that's fine. And so his, his kid goes to walk away. Tom Brady's like, hey, what do I get? And uh, so his kid kisses him on the mouth. Oh, okay. Right? Um, which is whatever. Like, I don't. Yeah, whatever. That's fine. That's like a personal. What the fuck ever, you know? Yeah. And, then, and then his kid goes to walk away. And he's like, hey, that's it. And his kid comes back and he kisses him on the mouth again for like longer. And then his kid leaves the room, right? And so, 
so that's the controversy right is like is this weird right or is it a which i so this is my thought and then then so i'll give you a minute to think about what you're thinking and this is is my thought i know what i I already know what i think about that (laughs) to me it boils down to do i think that tom brady's fucking his kids (laughs) do i think that tom brady is molesting his children I don't. Is that the conversation so, that's actually being had? Is that it's inappropriate. Like that this, you know, this this conduct, quote unquote, between Tom Brady and his kid is inappropriate yeah. and why are you fucking kissing your son like that and whatever, right? So the, my first thing, like when it boils down for me is, do I think that Tom Brady is molesting his kids? Do I think that he's sexually abusing yeah. his children? No, my I guess don't at no. all. I no. really don't think that. I don't I have even the slightest it. inclination that I think that no. that's what it is. Do I think that Maybe I wouldn't do that with my kid. Maybe not. But I don't fucking care. That's not... Like, I don't... I have... Like, my mom was a single mom, you know? I'm very close with my mom because my dad left when I was younger and then my sister left when I was older. So it was just me and my mom for, like, several years, you know? We don't have, like, a weirdly intimate relationship or anything, but we're very close because we just spent a lot of time together. Yeah. There's a lot of people who aren't that close with their mom. Especially later in life. And it's... When it's shit like that, when I don't think that Tom Brady is sexually abusing his children, then I'm like, well, then and that's their family dynamic, and I don't really care. You yeah. know, I don't give a fuck. Like that's yeah. and for anybody else to be really weighing in on like Tom Brady's family dynamic is like, who fucking cares? Because because yeah. if you don't think that he's molesting his kids, then why does it matter at all? You know, yeah. because and you think that it's weird. Who gives a fuck what you think about what Tom Brady does? Yeah, and I would say too, like. My opinion right off the bat, because I had no idea this even was <laughs> You should check the video. I, I you just should go, check the video. Okay, well, I'm just going to err on the side of, no, I don't think Tom Brady's probably a child child molester and he's fucking no. his kids. <laughs> I think he's probably just, isn't Giselle from South America? Yeah, I think you he's know, just super close very with his intimate. Like, yeah, it's like, whatever, man. You do you. I don't think, you, you know. And now, and then I think back too. I say, okay, okay. Well, do you think... All the people that made that documentary, uh, do you think they would have like not said anything about it? Or maybe <laughs> right, no, if it was really weird, it, if, you know, yes. let's say you want to be real devious and nefarious about it, and be like, you just well, cut it out. Okay, yeah, this dude's got something weird going on, but we're not going to ruin his image. Let's just we'll just cut, cut it out. out. It's like obviously, whatever, man. Right. Maybe they they're just trying to show weird. how intimate their relationship is, and he's fine. Yeah, and I think especially from the fact that. He's a professional football player who probably... Five rings, dog. Yeah, I know. Five motherfucking I Super Bowl know. rings. I don't like him. Me either. I, I fucking like hate Tom Brady. Uh, but... Goddamn do I hate Tom Brady. But, like, maybe he's really close with his family because of the fact that he is... He travels a lot. You know, a I'm lot. pretty sure they go to all his games and stuff, but still, I'm that's sure. a lot to put your family through. Yeah. You know, that's no normal life. They've never known what we know as a normal life. Who the fuck am I to judge no. if he, you know... When I I traveled to Europe after high school and I went to Sweden. People there are very intimate compared to us, you know. I mean, yeah. I don't know how many saunas I got in where you know people just naked nudity is just not a thing over there. Brain. It's not a thing. Yeah. Nobody. It's just yeah. Okay. This is my. This is me. That underneath the clothes I wear, whatever. Right. It's not a thing. So maybe that's where I would go with that, but. I just assume that he's, yeah, whatever. He's probably just a little weird to me. Yeah. Right, whatever. Let him be him. Yeah. He's probably got a good family life. It's fine. Yeah. I can't believe that that's, ugh. I mean, isn't I believe that, it. Isn't that fucking crazy? Because I see stuff like that, like, on uh, social media. It blows up. Like, I think there was one with 
I, I don't remember who it was, but another celebrity. I want to say it was like Mila Kunis. Maybe not. Maybe I just have Mila Kunis on the brain because she's Mila Kunis. <laughs> but there was a another there was a female celebrity who mm-hmm. had the same type of issue. It was like her kid gave her a real long kiss. Victoria on the Beckham. Oh, it was Victoria Beckham. And, and see, like, I think it's a little weird. But do I think it's wrong? No. That's, I don't think that's where the line is. Do I think that she's no. fucking her kid? No, no, I don't. No, I think she, you know, in my world, yeah, I would, it's kind of weird to me. I'm yeah. not a very intimate person. But that's I don't not get my fucking way. business. But you as know? long as he's not yeah. assaulting his children, it's not my fucking business. Oh, you know? That's so weird. The moment that Tom Brady inappropriately touches his child, that's my fucking business. Yeah. Not, I mean, not mine, parti- you know, specifically. That's the public's right, business. That's, we need to look out for People kid. should be knowing, yeah, that that's yeah. going on. And maybe that was fucking sus at the time, you know? But if everything goes and Tom Brady dies and Tom Brady's kids die and nobody ever got touched inappropriately, then yeah. is anybody ever even going to remember yeah. that this fucking happened? It's you know what I'm saying? probably just the fact that he's a fucking hot button issue because he's Tom Brady. Yeah. And they're like, hey, let's see if we can... Let's make Stir a controversy out of this. What is this? What's Tom? He's supposed to be... Yeah, whatever, dude. Yeah. Yeah. You're just making your money with your clicks. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I, that's what I think about that. I had no idea that's a thing. I love the fact that, because I'm not real involved in the sports world, like, that's... I get them from you, and then I just have a super honest reaction right away. Yeah. I don't have any time to pregame this stuff. But my sports thing... Yes. It's not actually a sports thing at all. Mm-hmm. It's a Sports Illustrated thing. Did you see the swimsuit edition? No. Um, pictures. Um, and I'm, I'm, you know, because I'm not a real, I don't have SI, you know, I don't have the Sports Illustrated magazine or anything. Mm-hmm. I just saw it on the newsfeed and it was like a bunch of pictures from, of the models and stuff like that. Kate Upton and a bunch of, a bunch of other women. But there was a few plus size models in it. Yeah. Which I guess is, is that a new thing they do? Um, like, in, yeah. Are you talking about Ashley Graham? Is that what you're going to talk about? Maybe. Um, well, Jordan showed me, so I like the. Well, I was just right. interested because uh, I I saw the all the pictures of the Sports yeah. Illustrated thing, and I was just looking. I was looking at. I think it's a, newer. A bunch of pictures of Kate Upton, mm-hmm. and they seemed really. They seemed really like extra, photoshoppy. Mm-hmm. They like really really stretched out legs that just didn't seem right, and then. Like, I looked at the plus-size women, and it didn't look like there was much done at all. And I was just like, what the fuck's going on here? Well, yeah. Why is, what's, I don't, Kate Upton is a beautiful woman, period. I don't, you don't, you know. Yeah, but I have a problem is. with all this Photoshop stuff, period. But, like, yeah, don't ruin it for me, man. Like, you're making it, she looks weird now in a couple of those pictures. But, yeah, you know, it doesn't take away anything from Kate Upton's sheer beauty. But. <laughs> Yeah, but I just thought that was interesting. I was wondering if you saw that and if that is a new. What do you think deal. about plus size models in in SI? I don't hate it. You know, was, there's well, a the um, girls that were in there. Were, I, mean, I ain't yeah. got nothing against no, them. No, I like uh-uh. um, like thicker girls as it is. Like not like I don't like 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 BBWs or BBWs yeah, yeah. or anything. You know, like I'm not in like like yeah quote unquote like fat girls. Like I don't want to fucking fat shame anybody. You know, uh, but. Like, I'm into, like, thicker girls just because I'm a bigger dude. Like, so Whatever, I, that's what I chalk it up yeah. to. Uh, different strokes for different I'm, folks. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, your your wife is super little, so that's obviously not, like, She's super tiny. That, yeah, that's obviously not the reason that I like thicker girls. And I'm, like, 6'4". Um, she's, like, 5'3". Right. Yeah. Yeah, so um, I don't hate it. You know, I'm not mad. Yeah. At, there's one in particular named Ashley Graham that I think is yeah. just, oh, my good God. 
that. You, well, you you keep talking. Let me. Yeah, yeah. No, look I up think um, Graham. and Jordan like like there's a there's a picture of her like she's like on her knees on the beach and she's like looking behind her and so she has like a roll or something like on her side. Oh, and Jordan is like, yeah, dude, that one. I think that she is a fucking dime piece. Oh my god, that's some shit, dog. Like that's. If you're asking me, like, what's up my fucking alley? It's that right there. You know what I'm saying? Um, and there's one picture of her, I think, in Sports Illustrated this time where she's, like, in mm-hmm. a bathing suit on the beach and shit, and she's, like, looking back. And so there's, like, a roll there, and Jordan's like, do you think that that's, like, inappropriate or, like, too thick? And I was like, fuck no. It's like, yeah. fuck no. Like, you know, it's that's really, what I'm talking about right yeah. there. And It's so. really funny that, that that conversation only comes up. It's, like, when there's a bigger, like, person on the page or in the picture or whatever. Yeah. It doesn't come up if they're super skinny. It's like, well, do yeah. you think that's, uh, you know, what's up with that? Do you think this girl's too skinny? You know? Yeah. Like that's, yeah. That's one thing I think we should, I mean, look at uh, the, <laughs> do you the think Victoria's she might Secret be sick? fashion show. <laughs> yeah. Good Lord, do you think this man, girl might be that's sick? That's tough on, that's yeah. like tough to watch, man. Yeah. Strong. You open up doors too fast, all them girls will blow away. Well, away. Does, your, does your wife, <laughs> does she eat a lot? Or does she eat, uh, like, not that much food? I mean, like, normal because like, say, I like if anything i'd say she probably eats more than the normal person her size cuz like i used to date like smaller like brown girls like asian girls when mm-hmm. i was in high school and stuff and right before i dated my wife i dated a girl that was a super skinny white girl and we had a couple of different conversations about how she would get like offended almost when people would tell her that it was that she was too skinny you know because yeah. she's like She's like, I don't look this way by choice. She's like, I eat all the time. You know, yeah. she's like, this is just where I'm at. Like, I don't want to have small boobs and like a tiny ass, whatever yeah. her personal. No, that's straight up you know? real, man. I know a lot of people that have And gone I thought that, that was really interesting. Like, yeah. just because I'm a bigger dude, like, I've always been like a little bit chunky and just big and shit. So it's, that's never an aspect I thought of. It's yeah. like, well, maybe this girl thinks that she, like, that makes her uncomfortable, but that fucking totally makes sense, you know? Right. And I almost felt. Dude, I know um, people that are like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, like I experience people like that all the time. Yeah. I know people that are pretty close to me that are like that, that have, they're so thin. I wouldn't say thin, thin, but they're just not where they'd want to be, but it's on the negative side. Yeah. You know, they don't weigh as much as they want. They don't have the figure they want. And it's stuff like uh, they don't have the ankles or the thigh, or not the thighs, what do you call it? the calves big enough to wear like thigh high boots or something like that. Because it looks, <laughs> you know, yeah. they feel like they have little chicken legs or something. And it's like, that's a real thing too, man. Yeah. It's like there's a whole line of fashion, and that's a big thing for some women. There's a whole line of fashion that she just can't get into right. because of that thing. You know, she can like play soccer or volleyball. That always seems to blow out your calves, but you know, what do you do otherwise? Short that's of just that, the way yeah. you're built. I mean, it's you know, and so yeah, I just don't see where it. Yeah. I mean, I know there's a point where it is. You're looking at people going, "Damn, you." unhealthy as hell yeah how are you still alive you know i don't understand how you could breathe in that thing but that's right. that's totally that's not what we're talking the waist about trainers yeah. And shit. Yeah. yeah there's just a lot of different yeah yeah but yeah man i don't i don't see a problem with it man especially because i know for a fact there's a market for it yeah you know Fuck why yeah, would you why it. would you i mean that's yeah. there's money to be made in that market yes for one that's a free hey yeah free yeah. markets all around man for that kind of stuff there should be a mark. I mean, just look at. Uh, actually, it goes back to like the the Brett Weinstein thing. Got me thinking about this. Um, porn, yeah, is 
very, very strange way to like, if you really, really think about it. Yeah. It, there's all these different markets that they hit for like different kinks. And it's just well, that's like the big thing weird. is like Pornhub is like all you know, it's a hub for different types of shit. Like you can just type in, yeah. I want to see fucking black dudes fuck black women, or, or whatever. You know, white dudes fuck black women, or yeah. whatever. Like there's it, all sorts of whatever, weird, whatever, you know? literally whatever the fuck you can think of. Yeah, there's you know, there are websites that have shit just all down the side. That's all. Check out all these mad different fucking yeah. categories that we have so that like, you can look at. Why know? would you not take that into more, I don't want to say a legit form, but more mainstream public form, like modeling? Like, why wouldn't you just diversify as much as possible because you know there's a market for it? Right. I don't, you Once know. you've done that, then gauge how big that need, you yeah. know, that part of your industry needs to be. Yeah. But... I mean, I feel like don't need yeah. to go as far as people pissing on people, but you know, yeah, let's not. Yeah, we don't need to do that. But. <laughs> but, <laughs> we don't need to do that. Different, we don't want to go there. The different reasonable things. We're not can saying like of. body size and whatnot. Yeah. So with the plus size models, like actual plus size models, not what used to pass for a plus right, size right, model, right. which was like slightly, you know, slightly like normal. regular size yeah. person. Yeah, come on, man. Yeah, but. I got no problem with it. It's yeah. not my thing, particularly. I just it doesn't float my boat, but that's fine. Yeah, I don't care. Whatever floats your boat probably ain't gonna float mine. <laughs> Everybody different, man. Yeah, we all just people. So I think the only two like short little sports thing because, like I said, it's it's short season. It's not it's not football season, so it's a yeah. off season. Jarvis Landry. Wide receiver for the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. They slapped a franchise tag on him because it's that time of the year. People are going to oh, start nice. getting franchise tags. So, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I don't know exactly what his salary will be because they take – it's no lower than the average of the top five players at that position. So whatever those salaries are, which Richard. is going to – it's going to be, gotta be a nice little chunker. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then Kirk Cousins, right? We talked about this last time. Kirk Cousins was the quarterback for the Redskins. And – it's and then the Redskins signed Alex Smith from Kansas City, so they've oh, got nice. two starting quarterbacks. So they're going to look to get rid of Kirk Cousins and the oh. Jets, right? Because the Jets have been struggling with a quarterback yeah, for Jets, a long time. That's a painful spot. In the my Jets life. said that they were willing to pay good fucking stacks for Kirk Cousins, nice. and the market for a quarterback right now is like thirty million a year. It's tough life. It's up there. Like it's fucking. It is real. Out that there. gets me, man. So, so those are the two things. But I'm, I'm gonna keep I'm gonna keep on that. So I have something then, real yes. quick, um, and it kicks me now because I should have just saved it. But uh, I thought I saw some kind of article talking about how Seattle might actually be looking to get into the NHL franchise game. Yes. So Which, so we that would be so right. cool. So we've been trying to get a basketball team back for a long time. Yeah. Right? And there's a guy I can't remember what his name is, um, but he offered to pay for a stadium. Like he was like, I'll do it. Like I will, I will fund a stadium, yeah. and but then there's discrepancy about where it's going to go. Like I think that he wanted to put it down, like by where the shipping and stuff is, like almost in like Basically. Soto and stuff, like down towards the end of fucking like more industrial shit. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. He wanted yeah. to put it down there, and they were like, so almost like just continue the line. Of yes, the just continue building stuff. That'd be they so dope, like, dude. No, so there's just this discrepancy, but the idea is that. The, the theory is that when we get a new stadium for a basketball team, we'll get a hockey team at the same time. That'd be good. Because then we'll have yeah. them. Because we have a basketball, semi-pro team. Hockey, they can go. We have like the, I think they're called the Thunderbirds. Yeah, I, mean, I love they Thunderbirds, play the, bro. Yeah, they played those games. I went to one they're Thunderbirds so game. They're so fun. 
Yeah, they play out of the key arena, but the key arena is such trash, no professional teams want to play there. No. And that's why the they Sonics need to get rid left. of that place. That's why the Sonics left is because they're like, we're not playing here anymore. Yeah, maybe that kid from Gig Harbor will buy it up and turn it into something cool. Yeah. Do you know about that? Were we talking about that last time? Yeah, your yeah, friend yeah. that... Well, no, I don't know him. I just Oh, right, right. He just went my, to my high school. And my stepdad said that... Uh, oh, not my stepdad, but Jordan's stepdad, because he was listening to last week's episode. Oh, yeah. He said that that deal's still up in the air. Oh, really? So that building is still... Yeah. Really? Because, yeah, that the article I read was... As far as he was talking, They were talking about breaking ground next month in March. Oh. So, well, we'll find out. I know I there's... Know. There was one that somebody bought up across the street, basically, over there by... Uh, yeah. Planet Fitness and all that. But. Well, send me that article and then we'll shut yeah. the fuck up because I have I yeah. have no idea. I got way. no idea either. But I'd like to know the truth. Um, but see, this actually leads me into something. I think I'm going to write this down. We're going to talk about it now, so that I can remember to talk about it. Yeah. Next week. But the power of the cultural capital in each state, because you think about the capital of each state, and that's where all the political power is, right? Mm-hmm. So, but obviously, in a, a state like ours, mm-hmm. the cultural capital is Seattle, Seattle, Tacoma, Everett, that whole area. Okay, so by the capital, area. you mean like yeah, like where all center. the strong okay. opinion is and where all the people are at. Where's the social capital of that state? Mm-hmm. The power they have over something like a stadium that would benefit people like like us out here or whatever. What if, if those people in Seattle are like, nah, I don't want that? Well, yeah. what if the rest of us want it? Do we have, I mean, because we can't attract a stadium out here. We're, no. No. There's only one place. And so, like, where does that, the power of that social capital, what can it do? Where does it go? What do we need to be cautious of? Or is it all just good? That'll be something I'll have to bring up next week. Okay. I will try and consider. I, I laid it down on audio, so it's going to have yeah. to happen. Now. Yeah, no, I'll try and consider. I'll try and remember. Um, bring that up to me again throughout the week so that I think about it. Yeah, Uh, okay. Yeah. For sure. That and then that article. Um, Before we go, we can't break it down, but the Republicans, the fucking Democrats put out a memo in response to the Republicans. Oh my gosh, I can't believe it. We didn't talk about that at all. (laughs) Not even a fucking little bit. Man. I read like seven of the ten pages. Yeah, I read like seven of the ten pages. That's about all you need Um, because the other three are like the... Uh, that's that's what I think. the notes yeah um, and there wasn't anything in there that I thought was like groundbreaking it's it just elaborated kind of sounds, on on what they said before was that yeah. it was they left a lot of shit out you the know? redactions pissed me off oh, oh, yes it's like why did you even uh, there's a whole whatever. paragraph that's all fucking oh yeah there's a bunch of the sources they use that are totally blacked out because yes. whatever for whatever reason they're confidential horrible you know it's top you it was marked top secret yes top secret. How is this? I mean, I guess I could see I some did, of it might pertain to. Yes, okay, I guess that's where I the did, top however, comes from. I did, however, think that it was telling that in the beginning of the memo they did say that the people, the the majority that voted to release the Republican memo, most of them didn't even have clearance to look at the unedited exactly. version. Like they didn't even see the entire thing. They have seen exactly what we have seen. Exactly. And that's nothing in there convinced me. No. So why the fuck does it convince you? Exactly. And it's just it shows you that he was willing to believe what he believed strong enough that hey, this is there's you know the FBI and the uh, Department of Justice. They're all corrupt. This this it's, it's all been going on for for decade. You know blah 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 blah. Where's your real proof, man? Yeah. I need I need substantial here. evidence. Yes. I'm 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 not. And the reason that this pisses me off so much 
is that I believe that, yes, there was some shady shit that definitely went down that people need to be held accountable for, like the tarmac meeting on the Clinton plane with uh, Obama's uh, AG at the time, I believe. or uh, Loretta Lynch. Loretta Lynch. It's like, no, so that is not okay. That was not okay, that's, I that's guarantee you. a little bit you. sus right there. But that's not, you know, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the, the Steele dossier, and then we're just we're just playing, you know, he said, she said, and this is not, not the conversation we're supposed right. to be having. Okay, <laughs> right. guys? That's what pissed right. me off about this is that I got the memo, and I was looking through it, and I read it through it uh, this morning a little bit uh, before I came over here, and I'm just going... There's what it, this is just basically like saying nah nah we didn't we didn't do that stuff right guys I'm gonna fucking smash all your heads if you guys don't figure this out real quick because guess what we're getting real fucking sick and tired of this crap we're gonna start pulling your guys' jobs and putting new people in if you guys don't figure out a way to get out of this yeah. like situation that we're in quit making it worse let's make it better let's look at the things that actually need to be looked at and then have the conversations we need to have. And we'll take it from there. Otherwise, yeah. all you people need to be starting to shop for new jobs. It's fucking... It's something else, man. Yeah. Representative government, we need to... We it needs need to, to be re- a, refined a little bit, yeah, you we know? We need to hold them accountable. We I need am to a, have a way to hold them accountable other than just I'm such voting a, once every four years or I'm such a traditionalist, you know? I'm not... Not, not willing, mm-hmm. but I am just so die hard for the... For the Democratic Republic, you know, then yeah. I'm like, no, 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 no. We don't need a new system. We don't. We just need to just refine it. We need just to. If everybody was comb doing the your jobs, hands through it yeah. and <laughs> remove the excess, you know, there you go. Just like you do with your hair. Just fucking. Yeah. How much time we've been going on this, by the way? This one is two hours sixteen minutes. Okay, so we could still we could get into this a little bit because mm-hmm. we got time. Because um, I think we don't necessarily want to go for like three hours. We look at the clock, go, okay, we got to wrap right. up. But other than that, it's free game. Probably try and hit two and a half at the most. Yeah. Probably try and stay around there, two yeah, or two we and don't a half. Wanna, we don't want to bore people. Yeah. Not right away. Right. <laughs> but anyways, um, so I had some crazy ideas. Let's bounce. I'm going to bounce this off you. Because this I don't want to change the republic. Because the republic is key for I America. It. I love America. And so I'm thinking that... Thank you, sir. If we were to... Basically, I mean, we got to do things like pull money out of politics, right? We need to pull lots of money out of politics. Um, we could start with some baby steps. Let's start Citizens United. Let's repeal the fact that corporations are individuals because guess what? They're not. Anybody with two eyes can tell you that Walmart is not a person. The corporation of Walmart cannot donate $5 billion if they want. I'm just making up a number no. here to any politician they want. Can't do that. We should not allow that kind of crap. Not at all. So take money out of politics that way. Salary caps yes. on all public servants and zero income while in office. Period. Presidential style, you are not allowed to make money while you are in the service of the people. We pay you a salary to do that. No more. No yeah. donations for your party. Any fundraising campaigns <laughs> that are in your name, you are not allowed to, to touch. That money does not touch you. Right. Period. Your campaign you need deals be, with that. You need to be clean away yeah. from all the money. And then guess what? That that would allow people to, you know, and I know some people may not be comfortable with this, but if you're not allowed, and it's, I mean, if it's well established that you can't touch money once you, like, once you decide to run for public office, yeah. you can't touch any money. Um, 
it would eliminate things like you know uh, special interests mm-hmm. because they're you know you can donate to a campaign let's say but let's have some campaign finance reform that actually looks like reform like you know caps on whatever right or corporate fucking donation or rates. I would even I would say like let's just let's leave it in the hands of a the judicial branch because they're relatively partisan mm-hmm. I mean they're or they're supposed to be anti it's supposed anti, to be their job you know, totally yeah neutral and so they have a department in, that works there that basically runs campaign finance for every single house seat every any federal seat that needs to be run everyone gets for let's say for you know small local federal seat I don't I don't know what's the uh, the smallest federal level job you can get that you would have to campaign for. I don't know. Federal level job. Well, even state. We'll, we'll yeah. go state because so, it would I mean, have to work its just, way down. You could be just on the city council. Anyone that's on it's the state payroll that yeah. you have to run election for, right? Yeah. The state senate. Yeah. So not like appointments and stuff like that, but any kind of yeah democratically elected position. Yeah. Um, there's a campaign fund for you with a set cap. And then you can raise that cap on a percentage based off of you know, um, inflation over years and all that stuff. But regardless, it's set for everyone. It's exactly the same. Like a salary cap on a football team. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Everyone's got a, it, but it's a campaign cap. Right. And so that gets you, you know, crappy political commercials on TV or the radio, but then it allows you to hold, you know, rallies in places or your, or what it would really do is it takes all the money out of the, the people that are like behind the candidate. Yes. And forces local supporters of those candidates to band together to put their money where their mouth is, to put them, have them, hey, we want to hold a rally with you out here. You know, we can play for your, you can, we can pay for your plane ticket. We can get you out here. We have lodgings and stuff available and all this if you want, blah, 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 blah. It's like Bernie. Like, have your supporters pay for you to come out and do your things because otherwise, what are you doing? Like, whose money are you spending to go out and? campaign wherever like right. I didn't, you know i'm not necessarily okay with just you taking my tax dollars and <laughs> we're just you know, running like, no, with man it. i'm yeah. okay to give everybody the same amount as far as politicians right. work i mean if you want to talk socialistic policies maybe only as it pertains to federal government so they can't get out of line but not for us but <laughs> no but yeah, i think that would be one thing i think would clear a lot of things up it could Give everybody standards that no one can. You wouldn't have super PACs anymore. Everybody is just level level the playing field for everything. Nobody, you know, there should be no political superstars. You know, I mean, you know, the the political celebrities are just the people we talk about. Yeah, it's like they shouldn't. They're the ones with the biggest campaign funds. They're the one with the biggest paychecks, the biggest bribes from. Well, I don't want to say bribes because that's illegal, but you know. Special interest gray areas Payments. that they get into, you know. Yeah, we don't. Yeah, that shouldn't exist in politics. It just shouldn't. And I think that's one way we can get out of it. I agree. Maybe standardize some stuff a little bit. But anyways, yeah, I'll get off that. I don't know why I had to hit that for some reason. I don't know how sports that's just got to there, man. But it pisses this me off. Important. It really does because it seems so simple to me. But unless I'm like missing something major. Common sense just isn't as common as you would. No. You know. No. And that's the problem with common sense. It's pretty stupid these days. Yeah. If you really think how, how common it is, that's not a... <laughs> I think Shapiro said something like that the other day. Yeah. Before I had to step away. Fucking Shapiro. Yeah. Motherfucking but, Shapiro. 
Love that guy. I, I do. Fucking hate him. I know? do. Love but that guy. But I'm not on. a big fan of uh, his public enemy number one either. But I don't. Jimmy Kimmel. Yeah. Like I've never really been a big Jimmy Kimmel fan, but no. I don't like the fact that he's like a late night comedy host that is just all politics. Like that's not. It'd be one thing. Like if I want that, I'll go to somebody like John Oliver, whose <coughs> job is Fucking to Bill host. Barr. Yeah, to po- host a political social commentary show. Yeah. Like that's where I'll, I don't want that from. See, I don't even know what the Tonight Show is. That what he does? I think he does a late show. Late the show. Late show. Yeah, but Maybe it's like it's I like his show. uh the know. mean tweet things. Like when the celebrities read <laughs> me, those funny. are great. Like stick with that stuff. Well, don't, and, and, and he I does. Get, the, you're just trying to use your platform, but he does the lie witness news that I showed you. Remember that when he goes out and he asks people, he's like. He makes up a headline and he asks oh, people yeah, about it yeah, and he gets yeah, them yeah. to just be like, oh, yeah, no fucking for sure. I saw that. Oh, yeah. Like they went out and they asked people why they why they didn't like Obamacare, but they but they liked the Affordable Care Act. Yes. Yes. Like, and oh, then they yeah. would talk shit about Obamacare, but say something in support of the Affordable Care Act. Oh, man. Like, what the fuck? He does it all the time. And I love that shit. That's good. Yeah. yeah. Prager, you actually put out a video like that a while ago. Right. You ever watch any Prager U videos? I have not. They're they're interesting. You can you can see the spin, yeah. obviously, but uh this was so funny. They did something like that. Went out in the street and they played a game called uh, Democratic Party or Communist Manifesto. <laughs> and it's it's the I guess it's from the ethos or whatever the the current Democratic Party. Yeah. And it's like these bullets of what oh, they believe no. in. And it was they they went to like a it looks like they went to like up to Berkeley or in San Francisco, some super deep you know hardcore left. Place. Yeah, and they're asking these people. It's like, so, all right, here's the line, and they say this line, and it's just something that it's borderline. It's like, man, that sounds like some communist, meh. and then it's like, bing, you know, <laughs> DNC. It's like, oh, oh come no. on, Democratic Party, and then yeah, and they were all getting them wrong. <coughs> it was pretty funny, man. But well, and on the on the opposite side of like not liking to see politics in the media, have you? Um, seen? Do you watch Saturday Night Live? No, in a so long time. I have found I really fucking enjoy it. Yeah, like because it's so political, I really enjoy it. Um, probably almost every week they have Alec Baldwin on to be Donald Trump. I, yeah, I've heard his is impression is spot on. Hilarious. It's great. Oh, it's fucking hilarious. And they have a woman who's Sarah Sanders, and there's Kate McKinnon. I don't know if you know who that is, but she. Is Jeff Sessions like she uh, is? Oh, I've oh seen my that. god! Oh, and good there, lord! There is a fucking episode, Colin, and I'll look it up and I'll I'll tell you which one it is because it's on Hulu. They have all the seasons of Saturday Night Live on that's Hulu. Awesome. My fucking fire thing is dying. I'm so sorry. Oh, that's I'm so glad it's about to be over. Yeah, um, and it freaks my dog out too. No, so there's an episode like right when all that Comey shit was happening. Oh yeah, and Kate McKinnon is being Jeff Sessions, and she sits on Alec Baldwin's lap, and she's. Talking about how loyal she is, and she goes, uh, "Oh, I'm very loyal." And, <laughs> oh my god, dog! Oh my god! Literally uh, tears, laughing so hard, fucking tears, that's so bro. So funny. There was the Christmas episode. There, Alec Baldwin is Donald Trump, and what this woman is Sarah Sanders, and they're hanging ornaments on the tree of all the people who have left the Trump administration, uh, and then jeff sessions is the elf on the shelf and he's so fucking tiny and he's oh my god dog oh my fucking god oh that's great that's that's some dime piece comedy right there. I that's that hilarious yeah because that sounds good i'm good with that kind of stuff <clears throat> yeah it's like it's one thing if you make a political joke about somebody's like the way 
they believe. But just the taking the characters themselves. Yeah. And it's just pointing out the stuff. Because we all know DJ Trump is absolutely ridiculous. <laughs> you know, in just all manner of, like, just regular people. He's he's an alien, man. He's insane. He's, a, he's an orange alien. Yeah. With strange artificial hair. I don't, I don't know. And it's not... But it's like, terrifying. Like, there are... There are it's fun to make fun of that. Yeah. Because it's obviously weird and hilarious. Jeff Sessions looks like a Keebler elf. You you can make fun of him that way because it's just, yeah, it's satire. It's hilarious. But the minute you start, like, getting, you know, trying to make jokes about, like, his views or whatever, it gets a little different. And Alec Baldwin's face yeah. is always, like... Dude. That's his, that's his Donald Trump <laughs> His, face. like, scrunch oh face my almost. God, so funny. Yeah. That's too funny. And then, I mean, obviously, you know, like, the Weekend Update is also pretty fucking funny. It's, um... Colin Jost and a black guy named Michael Che. And I say that because I think the black and white back and forth plays an important role in this. Not because whatever. Because Colin Jost is white. That's just as important. Yeah, whatever. And and so they do the weekend update together. And it's pretty fucking funny. Like it's um, I really, really liked Seth Meyers' weekend update. Like, oh, yeah. that was Seth Meyers' weekend update was gold. And Jimmy Fallon also was a solid weekend update. Not a fan uh, of Jimmy Fallon. Oh, I liked him when he did the weekend update, but I don't I don't like, like, his show, he, really. He got me off SNL. Really? Yeah. Um, I hated Jimmy Fallon at SNL. I don't love him, but I liked that. Yeah, he yeah. does one thing on his show where he writes a letter, um, like, but... He's pre-recorded it, so it's a voiceover that plays over the like audience. As he's writing, yeah, and he, it's always like really dramatic, you know, when he looks down. Oh, and yeah. That's that. Those are usually pretty funny. Um, yeah. It's a letter to you know to fucking society or to like oh, something yeah. like that or to it's like, kind of like his own private particular, PSA that he's doing. Yeah, yeah, it's it's pretty funny. That's funny. Yeah. I know. And see, I don't have I don't have a doubt that he is funny in his in the right element. Mm-hmm. But when he was on SNL, well, I've heard not for me because he used to just. He couldn't make it through a sketch without looking at the camera or yeah. laughing, and it drives me crazy. Yes. Yeah. No, I can. Feel but anyways, that. I've heard allegedly that he's a real fucking alcoholic. Like that he has got a. I wouldn't doubt a it, man. Real fucking drinking problem. Yeah. Those the late night <clears throat> dudes. That's got to be an insane animal, shit. dude. To do, try to do that every single night, Monday through Friday. It's Monday through Friday, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's like I can't imagine having to come up with like having. To, to try to be funny every oh, single night like that about all the topical stuff that's that can't be easy man i don't care how many writers you have or whatever just to get up there because you need a team of writers to do that yeah because how the hell are you supposed to be funny not one person can do that and then you get up on tv like that and then you have to fake it like it's yours every day every night maybe right. some of it is maybe it's not whatever but it's not it's no person is naturally that hilarious 24-7 all the time no. when they're working. <clears throat> that's why they interview people all the time. Yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. I've, that's why I hate hating on him, but I, I just, I'm not a fan. But yeah. that's okay. I'm sure he's not a bad person. You yeah. know, he might have problems. We all do. Whatever. Yeah. Anyways, all right. Shall, we, uh, um, shall we wrap this up? Yep. Just before we leave, uh, fucking, what is, what's this? Is that for uh, to remind us of something? No, no, this is just my, uh, my notes of stuff we never got to. Okay, I wasn't sure if that was, like, yeah. remember to say our, like, our Twitter names or something. No, no, uh, no, because I don't, uh, I've been thinking about that actually lately, and mm-hmm. I need to, I'm thinking I, yeah, for Twitter and stuff, I think I'm good, but 
I want to do like, yeah, the Instagram stuff and all that. Mm-hmm. Just the social media. I want to get that all set up and planned, pre-planned and like separate accounts for all that stuff than anything I have now because mm-hmm. I don't want that stuff. That's all on lockdown and I don't check it at all. I'm sorry that I jack moved that Twitter handle already. I I salt to the street. I scooped it up. No, that's legit. Because like I said I saw so much potential in it the moment that you said it and I was like I got to get to it before no, anything happens. I wear that as a badge so, every time I jump on the Twitters <clears throat> and I pull you up to like send you a quote tweet or something I'm like that's yeah. right. Salt to the street yeah. baby. No, I I had to it was too sick. It's good. So so we'll we'll leave yours undisclosed for now. Yeah. Offy's fucking Twitter handle. No one gets to know it yet except for me. Because I haven't thought of it yet. Yeah. Um, uh, but mine's salt of the street. We'll leave it as is until it gets turned into the, the fucking podcast Twitter. But, yeah, right. <laughs> um, but without any further you ado. You should watch Saturday Night Live because this I'm shit's going pretty to. funny now. I'm going to. It's on um, Hulu, right? What music you be listening to this week, Offy? Real quick. Will you play uh, real quick? You, yeah. you don't want. It's uh, classical music. That's all right. That Whatever you want. Lo-fi, this is this thing on YouTube. If yeah. you just like go to YouTube and just type in like lo-fi chill pop or chill hop, I think it's what it is. Yeah. And it's these playlists. It's all these different creators that do them now that do this playlist of this infinitely chill, like jazzy hip hop background music. It's dopest stuff in the world. And I put that on when I write. I put that stuff on when I'm painting. Anything. Yeah. It is the most chill music ever. And I don't know who does it. That and then lately I've been in this weird kick of listening to Vivaldi, Worse. and uh, and uh, Mozart. Yeah, I don't know why. Sometimes I get getting those kicks. Usually it's not my jam, but right now it is. What about you? Uh, sorry, I know that was out of left field. I wanted no, I want to do that every week, like just a song or a fucking you know 